rock and roll. All right, I'm ready. Let's rock this shit, bro. All right, we're coming at you live in the mud. In three, I say, I want. Oh, what's up? Hi, hi, hello, hi. My name is Kyle, aka Keezy. If you want, it's my main man, and aka I'll be uh, Don King. All right, Don King, and we are joined by our special guest, Scott. With an upside hey. down. <laughs> yeah, with the upside down T at the end. Yeah, whoop, whoop. What's going on, fellas? Not much, What's going bro? on? I don't know if I have an AKA. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be good. AKA Scooty Patootie. Ooh. <laughs> They're going to be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing hardcore. That's so cute. Um, Let's clash. You got to clash with? I got a I got a plastic cup. It won't clash very well, but we'll do it anyway. Clash. Oh, we clash. Clink. Smash my webcam. Clink. <laughs> I'm drinking an ice cold, delicious rip it F bomb that I probably had a hand in making. Nice. The dog just walked over here, pushed the door open, and then walked away. Dog, dog <laughs> keeps ripping. Dog. He wanted you to know he, he's the fucking alpha. <laughs> well, um, thanks for joining us, Scott. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. It was a short notice. Um, I did a quick little show with Chris. Unexpected, just me and Chris uh, this morning. That was pretty fun. You know, yeah, uh, we were supposed. Did to- you do anything with it? Um, not yet. I, I, the video is literally just going to be like us two here and no Rob on the end. <laughs> so like uh, <laughs> we had a miscommunication about doing this show. Is how this works. A little bit of a miscommunication. It's like I, I think we I will do the show it. yesterday to begin with. Yeah. And then we didn't. Well, I think last week we were supposed to do it. Then we moved it to yesterday. And then yesterday we moved it to today. But it was supposed to be last night in the PM. And then we scheduled it for this morning and like noon. Yeah. And so I was thinking PM. He was thinking. And so we just, we just, our schedules didn't work out right. It's all good, man. We're all here and we were able to get Scott. So that worked out. Hell great. yeah. He's um, way better than Chris anyway. Fuck Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you. Yeah, um, fuck Chris. I don't know Chris. You know, we, we, uh, Chris is cool. Uh, he's Sly uh, from Broken Fort, B- oh. BT Dubs. Can't rap. Oh, okay. But yeah. It's that guy. Um, I, I'll probably post that later. So you'll be on the lookout for that or not, maybe. We'll see. I had a good time hanging out with him regardless. Um, but mainly, me and Chris did a lot of talking about The Last of Us, and that's what the main biggest thing we wanted to talk about today. Um, Hell yeah. But before we get to that, uh, we just wanted to catch up quickly if there's anything anyone wanted to touch on or any funny, interesting stories or... Uh, anecdotes. Anything? Anybody got anything? Uh, I mean, I got stuff. You guys want to go ahead first? <laughs> All right. Um. Well. Um. Nope. I am going to. I am. I am <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What I, a buildup to nothing. <laughs> I am going to Coronavirus Central uh, tomorrow night. Um, we'll see how that goes. R.I.P. Kyle. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. You're gonna die. Hopefully, I don't die. We'll see how. It goes. Right. Is the show welcome is to the final. <laughs> Episode of Iconoclast. Well, I'm not, honestly, <laughs> Before we started this, I was telling them that I just heard about a bunch of my friends in Arizona that have coronavirus, and it's not good. Yeah. Like, you, it's not good. No. Uh, well, with the, oh well, you know, I guess. So, <laughs> are you going to any beaches? Um, not if he's smart. I don't, I don't know. I don't. We haven't planned on it, but I mean, we might be. Fucking right. tripping, bro. You're fucking insane. Go in a hazmat suit. Bro, like, That'll be comfortable it, as shit. Yeah, bro. Be out there, like, fuck it. <laughs> um, Gangsta. Yeah, maybe I will. That's a good idea. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll see how it goes. So other than that, I mean, you know, same old, same old. Um, Fair enough. What do you guys let's 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 get to this one, bro? What about my man Kanye? Oh, running for president? Uh, yeah, birthday party. <laughs> He's running in the birthday party. Did you see that shit? Is that what he said? Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't see this. That's There's really like funny. a whole Forbes art. Oh God, let me get this. The birthday. Up. I don't know. Kanye is such an asshole. Can we just set him on fire already? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Dude, we can. You, I'm ready to throw him in the trash, bro, bro. Weren't you a Kanye fan? Come on. Yeah, he has all kinds of albums that I really love. I didn't even listen to his last album. I am so over Kanye. And I loved Kanye so deeply for like, God damn it, my love is conditional. Yeah, I feel that. Like you, you can like his music. Like, no, I'm done. I can't fuck this. I can't, I, I can't do the thing where you just like like somebody and put aside something horrific because like every time I hear Kanye, all I think about is how much I hate him now. Yeah, he's he's pretty awful. Yeah. It's, I don't feel comfortable listening to it. When I hear it, I think like, what a dick bag. Oh, he's just insane at this point. Dick bag. He's obviously bipolar. Like he's obviously sick. He obviously yeah. needs help. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad that, you know, he just, I don't know. But I mean, it's, it works for him. So you really can't even talk shit about him, you know? You are aware what he's doing, right? He's just trying to alley-oop Trump. Yeah. He he touched on that, too. He said he's okay with siphoning off the black votes from the Democratic nominee, thus helping Trump. I'm not denying it. I just told you to to say that the black vote is Democratic is a form of racism and white supremacy. (sighs) Donald Trump is the same man that said George Bush hates black people. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Kanye? Kanye said you know that, said? not Trump. Oh, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if I misspoke. But yeah, Kanye <laughs> is, right. is the same person that said that. Like, I don't want to hear Kanye. Kanye said slavery was a choice. Kanye's opinion, I no longer value whatsoever. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did say that. I forgot yeah, about that. I'm shit. done with you, Kanye. You thrown in the trash. Hey, Kanye is the yeah, worst. Yeah, but he's. Go ahead. I just said Kanye is the worst. I was agreeing. Oh, that's it. <laughs> no, but he's running under. He's. I don't know if this is a joke anymore. I really can't tell because reality is so fucking insane. That um, yeah, he said he's running under what is the birthday party it must be one he's making up himself, and it's because when we win, it's everybody's birthday. Wow, that sounds like cool. something Kanye. <laughs> that's some retarded shit. <laughs> he has a new song out right now, and it's trash too. Oh, he does? Yeah, it's not good. No. It's called, called like Wash Me in Blood or whatever. Uh, I think I listened like to part a, of it. It's another like, Jesus-y song. It's yeah. got Travis Scott. It's not good. It's not the worst thing ever, but it's not good. It was really bad. I did actually listen to his last album. I don't know why. <laughs> I refuse. Once he said it was like going to be a Jesus thing, it was like, I already was kind of on the fence with you. And if you're doing like the Jesus thing, that just gives me more reason to just... It, it's an egomaniac's take on a Jesus rap album. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre and bad. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> um, I did watch a movie. Okay. What movie? I watched a movie called You Should Have Left. Oh, is that the one you asked me to download? Yes. The okay, Kevin, I, I was going to pay for it. I was going to rent it. Oh, yeah. That. I was like, oh, the new Kevin Bacon movie looks sweet. I'll pay a couple bucks for that. Think it was going to be like $4.99 to rent. No, it was 1999 to rent. Yeah, because it was, was like a brand new oh, no, movie. You can go fuck yourself. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, that's what they're doing with the digital stuff right now because to make up for not being in the theaters. I understand, but if I'm going to pay that that price, I want a theater experience. Well, I feel that. And if I can't have a theater experience, then you can't really justify making me pay that price. Yeah, bro. That's yeah, not- if you pay that, someone should be giving you a hand job. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I'm- you know what I'm saying? For real, dude. That's why I'm should have a tub of popcorn and a hand job. <laughs> that being said, I watched this movie. Has anybody else seen it? No, no, no. It's um, the reviews are real meat middle of the road. Like it got like fives out of tens and shit. But that was really good. I liked it a lot. Okay. Okay. Um, what's it about? Basically, he, uh, Kevin Bacon has this hot younger wife that's like an actress, and they go off to like Wales or some foreign country, and they're um, they they rent this house. They're just trying to get away. He's got his daughter with him, and then you find out that basically he's uh kind of famous because he was it, like on trial for murdering his wife, and they found him innocent. So everybody recognizes him everywhere he goes, but he's like married to this famous actress. It's way younger than him. And they go up in this house and the house is real crazy. Like when they walk in, they find out um, like there's one point where he measures the inside of the house and it's a different length than the same exact room is on the outside of the house. There's like a five foot difference. And like the water is pull, like somebody spills water and it pulls up weird. And then like, at one point, his wife goes to bed and he's just going to go turn off a light downstairs and he's gone for like four minutes. But when he gets back, four hours has passed. Mm. Like all this weird stuff. And without spoiling it, um, it kind of all comes together. There's a reason things happen the way that they happen. Um, it was badass. Okay. I liked it a lot. I like Kevin Bacon and I like horror movies. This was kind of like a thriller horror, but it was fucking sweet. I would recommend it. Not yeah, I think it was directed by the dude that did Stir of Echoes, which he would, was in too. I think. I think well, if I'm remembering like, about this movie correctly. There is a way that it all comes together and like a meaning behind it, but you can't yeah. explain that without spoiling it. And I would recommend that you watch it, so I don't want to spoil it here, but I, enough. I would probably give it like, I don't know, 8 out of 10. It was it gets a, monster, a little bit higher than a monster, a monster bash. bash yeah. I will have to purchase it <laughs> stream it from stream your favorite it. streaming well, uh, that, that's the, my favorite <laughs> streaming place plex <laughs> hell yeah oh bro yeah you're uh oh now your video's broken shit you're there Uh-oh. fucking with your uh soundboard now your uh, video wants to cut out Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, because he wanted to do the monster bash shit, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, oh, I can almost see your mouth move for a second. Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you. Y'all, y'all went silent for the longest, and then I could see you moving and stuff. Ooh, and there's, oh, there we go. And then all of a sudden, it gave me all of the sound from the whole time it was silent at the same time. <laughs> You're just catching up. Don't yeah, you, it was overwhelming, though, to hear all that. At the same time. <laughs> you need that hard wire, bro. I was trying to give it... <laughs> Oh, we can't Uh-oh. hear you. God damn it. Your sound cut out, dude. Yep. It's gone yeah. again. There you go. I mean, now you're back. It's like, it's like, short, it's like shorting out. Oh, Jesus. Is this all for the soundboard? Yeah, I'm not doing anything else because it keeps struggling. Yeah, it was fine until okay. you fucked with that. Well, how would I know that it was going to do that? I know. You're good now. Don't touch anything. I'm not touching them. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking thing. <laughs> 
All this right. has been the entire night. Yeah, I mean, it literally took us over an hour to get this shit rolling. So let's, All right. Let's fucking, you guys want to get to the shits? Let's get to the shits. We can get to the shits. You know what I'm saying? Let's take a shit. We can shit all over this. All right. So before we go any further, Scott, I want to ask, have you beaten The Last of Us Part 2? I have. Okay. And I know Kyle has. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to spoil the fuck out of it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to hold back on spoilers. <laughs> The Last of Us Part 2. It's time for you to make that smooth exit. If you have played it, tune in because you're about to hear some real shit. All right. But and by that, we mean our personal opinions. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's real <laughs> as fuck. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. All right. Let's get to it. Who wants to, who, who wants to take off? Well, I think you have, like, you, you're, got, you're locked and loaded. Why don't you just go? <laughs> I could tell you're locked and loaded. <laughs> I was going to flat out say it. I think this is the best video game I've ever played in my life. Wow. I won't say it's my favorite. Well, I have wow. personally like more, but like objectively grading a video game. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen a game in my entire life. That was a surefire 10 for 10. And the only one that I can even think of that's close is God of war. Yeah. Yeah. It, I honestly can't disagree with any of those things. <laughs> Like yeah. there, you there's so many things you can personally like about it or dislike. There's other games you could like more, but if we're grading this game based on all of the factors that you would theoretically grade a game on, like this is the most obvious ten out of ten I've ever played. For sure, the story I think is better than the first one. What's your take? Go ahead, Scott. Uh, as far as the story goes, I don't think I've ever, I can't remember the last time I've been so invested in characters and a story in any medium. I have never movies, shows like, I, I'll tell you this. I thought I was getting close to beating it Sunday night. I stayed up till 1am. I had to stop myself, but I couldn't sleep. I was just <laughs> like, I, I was elevated from it. I was like uh, uh, tense and like worried about what was I was about to witness. Like, am I about to see Ellie die? Like shit like that. <laughs> okay, So let me ask you guys this. Or did Kyle, did you want to give your opinion on the story? Yeah. Oh, we, no. I, I mean, I, it's just repeating everyone else. I loved it. I mean, it was incredible. Um, I don't know that it was the most amazing game I've ever played, but there's not a single moment like I, that I felt was wasted. I loved all of it. You know, there's something specifically I want to get, to you with because of a conversation that we had okay on that but um i really strongly thought there was never going to be a chance that they could top the story in the first one because that was what the first one did so well i think the first one was debatably the greatest story ever told in video games and i can think of a handful of others that were really good as well but i think i would have probably put the last of us as the greatest story ever told in video games and i cannot even for a second um, dispute the fact that this is better story. How do you feel? Yeah. It compares? Uh, yeah, I think um, oh. I think as far as the story goes, uh, it, comparing it to the first game, um, I mean, it just, it just expands obviously on the first one. So I, I, I was already being that deeply invested in it. It was awesome just to, you know, continue where you left off essentially with a, with an equally as good, like, you know, um, purpose, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. by that, I mean, avenging Joel's death. Um, 
But uh, I, I mean, I did enjoy playing the game more. Uh, I think that this this game as a, as oh, a game itself God, is better. Yes. Um, <laughs> like the, you know, the whole entire thing. There's like I said, no time wasted at all. Not not a single inch of game play, game space was wasted. I don't think. Um, nope. So that said, uh, I think the first one may have had more of like a an emotional impact, like with with a few of the uh, more important scenes. Um, but the second one was a better experience, I'll say. Well, okay. like when I played this, first of all, I thought it was going to end like seven different times. I thought <laughs> when Abby ran up into the movie theater, like the, the theater, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was going to be the end of the game. And then it went back to Seattle day one. You start off as Abby and I was like, oh, fucking God. That wasn't even halfway. <laughs> right, right, right. But like at that point, 15 hours in, that's a full game's length. Yep. I'm thinking that's the end of the game. It's not. So then you play through the whole thing as Abby. You get back there again. Abby gives Ellie the business. I think it's about to be the end of the game right there at the boss battle. And then it cuts to the fucking farmhouse. And I'm like, oh, this is the epilogue, right? Yep, that's no. what I thought too. That's why I stayed up to one. So <laughs> and I was like, shit, right there's there, more to this than right. I thought. No, I'm with you because at that point, I'm sitting up, it's two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, well, I'm definitely going to finish this before I go to bed. Yeah. And then it cuts from that, which that takes like a little while to get through if you're really like experiencing it. If you're going through all the rooms and looking at all the items and everything, it takes yeah. like an hour, right? Yeah. And so you get through that, and then it opens up with this Santa Barbara thing, and it was like, how long is this going to go? <laughs> I know it's introducing like a new gang of people to fight and shit. You're like, oh shit. Okay. And I've seen a lot yeah. of criticism of that whole area. People saying that felt like it was too much or it was tacked on. I am going to say that was my favorite area to play the entire game. Really? Why? I like the way it looked aesthetically. I thought it was so cool to be like in oh, this yeah. neighborhood. Like you spend the whole game in the woods and in these broken down buildings or whatever. I thought the neighborhood felt so refreshing. Mm. Um, and I like the that they give you the the SMG with the silencer. Yeah, I that love made that. it super fun. And I the, my one criticism of this game is I really wish they had an unlimited ammo mode because I would love to run through this game just to fun. <laughs> it would be so fun. That would be. Um, yeah, but you know, you finally get to the end or whatever. So I'm going to give you my experience because when I played this, the Abby thing, Abby kills Joel. And I'm super pissed. And I'm like, all I want to do is kill this bitch. Right. Which is what you're supposed to feel at that point, right? Yep. And you play through the whole thing, trying to kill Abby. And then Abby runs up in there and it switches and it makes you start playing as Abby. And I had zero interest in wanting to play as Abby. And I go through this whole thing where I'm like, I'm aware that you want me to identify with this character. I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to humanize her, trying to get me to question, but I'm already invested in Ellie and I don't want to hear none of that. Right. And so this is where I told Joe I want to come back to you, Kyle, because we get a little further into it. And I'm texting you the one night and you say, I'm playing this Abby part. I'm like halfway through the Abby part. and I don't even want to be playing Abby. <laughs> I just want to get through this and get back to Ellie. Right. And I felt exactly the same way at that point in the game. Mm. I had no interest in wanting to play as Abby. And so I keep playing. And even though I know what they're trying to do and I'm kind of trying to fight it. Yeah, sure. Once you get into the Lev and uh, what's her name? Yara. Yeah. Once you get into them, then all of a sudden, like I can't really fight that feeling anymore. All of a sudden I'm starting to like it. And I also love that they could have 
made Abby's character look a bit more feminine and not so muscular and things like that to kind of make her more accessible to liking her right away. And they didn't do that on purpose. Sure. Sure. Um, because she's obviously transformed her body. Her whole mission is to kill Joel. She's changed who she is as yeah. a person to get her revenge. Um, but so you get to the Yara thing, the Lev thing, and you start to really identify with her, even though you don't really want to. And then you get to this Abby and Ellie fight. And now I'm feeling like I still want Ellie to kill her. I'm still like, I'm starting to identify with Abby, but I really just want revenge for Joel. And then it makes you play this whole fight as Abby. You never switch to Ellie. Which I think is bizarre. Yeah, I, th- I thought it would have been so cool. Like it, halfway through the fight, you like you switch to Ellie and start like I, that would have been sweet. I thought dude. it was going to switch you in one of those quick time things where you go to punch Ellie and yeah. then you're mashing the button and it was going to switch and you're oh, going to turn tight. Ellie. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was the same do that. thing. It, it should have at least done that. Let, done that a couple times just to kind of let you struggle with what the fuck was happening even more. It was already hard enough. Like you're like uh, as I was telling Chris earlier, I was like, dude, you walk into this room and like I'm like, are, are they really gonna make me fucking kill Ellie right now? Like, yep. am I gonna <laughs> fucking do this? I'm. I don't want to. Yeah, I didn't know do how this. I felt. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude. so like then it goes to the whole Santa Barbara thing. And it gets to the end of the Santa Barbara thing where you cut her down and you get this final fight with Abby. And this is the first time the entire game where I'm like, oh, don't kill her. <laughs> I don't want her to kill her now. Yeah. I don't want to like do I this. I spent yeah. the whole game wanting her to die. Even when I started questioning it, I was like, no, fuck this bitch. We got to kill her. And then it got to that last <laughs> second. And then she let her live. And it was like, it is unbelievable how I could feel that right until that last moment where it switches and it switches at the perfect time. And yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God she didn't kill her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the right choice. <laughs> unbelievable how they work that timing just right. Um, what did you guys think of the guitar and the song? I like that. I like that element. I thought it was a. Uh, it worked really well. It was just fun to do every once in a while too. Yeah, the um, I played with the guitar quite a bit. Trying to, pl- I was trying to play little songs on there and shit. But uh, I didn't know Brandon actually pointed out to us in our Discord chat. But that is, it's an actual Pearl Jam song. It is. It's playing. a recurring theme. Did you get the whole theme and the metaphor that they did here with the song throughout the game? Maybe not. I mean, I assumed it was like a metaphor for her relationship with Joel about like, if I ever see you again or whatever the fuck he says. So the way it starts is Joel is singing it to Ellie when he's right. teaching her how to play the guitar. And it's about how Joel feels about Ellie. And then yep. Ellie later on is playing it when she's with Dina and when she's playing the first time she plays it, it's about how she feels about Joel after he's gone. And then she plays it again with Dina and she's playing it about how she feels about Dina. And then like it, so it keeps changing throughout the course of the game of these different yeah. relationships and how it relates to everybody's different relationships. Um, but when you get to the end of the game, Abby's bitten off her fingers and she goes to play the song and she can't play it anymore. Yeah. And I thought that was the most powerful ending I could yep. possibly imagine for this game that this whole time, this song that has constantly reminded her of Joel, she went on this quest for revenge for Joel. And the one thing she lost was her ability to basically really remember Joel. Yeah. Well, then she was able to leave the guitar behind too. It was crazy. Like, and then it has the moth on it. Yep. And the moth firefly. is recurring. No, nah, the moth on the guitar. There's oh, a moth. And I so, thought that was a firefly. No, it's a moth. So like there's oh, okay. recurring like symbolism of Ellie being the moth who lives in darkness is is chasing the light. And then you've got on the contrast, Ellie's whole story, her arc is very comparable to Joel and Ellie's 
in a lot of ways. She basically becomes Joel when she starts taking care of Lev. But like she's at the end of Ellie's journey when she gets her revenge, right? Ellie's searching for her revenge and mm-hmm. Abby's already gotten hers. So it's like this weird duality, but she's a firefly, which lights up the darkness. Mm. Like this symbolism is fucking next level, bro. <laughs> yeah. They really went all out with the, um, they really like, they, they throw at, they, they dig such a hole for Abby, like right off the rip. And then for them to be able to just with the story, like be able to, as you, the player, like dig her out of that hole for you and show you that like, you can sympathize with this person you hated a few hours ago. You know what I mean? Like that's some, powerful shit that video games don't really do too much you know no not at all <laughs> no media does that yeah. no i was gonna say there's no media. shows there's no, no movies <laughs> nothing has ever made me feel the way that this game made me feel yeah it was, nope. it was pretty powerful um me and, me and chris talked a lot about that earlier i actually completely believe it or not i completely missed the whole um ellie losing her fingers thing like i, I thought at the end when she was playing the song she just like stopped because she was upset it didn't even register to me that she had her fingers missing and oh, that, that blew, that blew my finger. mind yeah that made it so much better yeah like that's it's so profound to yeah. think like the one thing that could carry on her memory of joel was playing the guitar she lost it in her quest for it's like she lost everything she lost her baby yeah. her girlfriend her, she sacrificed everything and had nothing to show for it yep yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty incredible, man. Um, like the, I, I don't think they really could have done much uh, w- different with the story. Um, I, I am kind of disappointed that there's so many people that disliked it. I'm not just yeah, fuck them. I'm, I'm upset because that has ramifications that go deeper than The Last of Us. Right, like they're literally giving like sending death threats to the girl, the voice actress for Abby. Well, I mean, not even just that. Think about the art form. Like, yeah. Why? Uh, there's another thing that I want to talk about with Lev too. But like, um, when we're talking about people's reaction to The Last of Us, I think that kills creativity. Why would any studios take these like artistic approaches or risks that could pay off in major ways like this game if people are just going to shit all over them every turn, turn they get? And people want to argue that video games are art, except for it's not fucking art if every time you don't like it, you demand that the artist changes it. Mm. That's not fucking art. Yeah. And that, and they're mad that they're not playing as Joel and they killed Joel. It's like, okay, you want the same game? Yeah, no shit. You really want the same story all over again? Never going to elicit the kind of emotions that you can if you don't do things like that. Like I've long said that I think Sons of Anarchy is better than Breaking Bad. And I think they're both really good shows. But the reason I like Sons of Anarchy better is they're willing to kill off characters you love. And it elicits emotions that you don't otherwise get. Breaking Bad couldn't do that because they only had five main cast characters. So they couldn't do it until the final season when they didn't need them to come back anymore. But like when spoiler alert for Sons of Anarchy, but like when fucking Opie dies, you're fucking torn apart. When fucking Gemma kills Tara, you're fucking torn up. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have those things in order to elicit those deeper emotions. And when people are all upset, you can't believe you killed Joel. Like, those are the only way to really get to the goods. Yeah. I told me and Chris talked about this earlier and I, I apologize. I keep saying that, but um, uh, I, I think that the people who are saying that literally don't, they lack the ability, the emotional ability to be able to like properly feel those emotions and process them. And they just lash out because they only know like how to be angry about it rather than like be like actually feel like upset or sad for a fictional character. 
That's my two well, cents. Well, I mean, not I, only that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've been talking a lot. No, oh, no, sorry. I was just thinking like they're they're mad that their hero is dead, but there are no heroes in this game. Yeah. There were no heroes in the last one. Joel is not a hero in yeah. the last game. I don't care what the fuck you want to say. He, 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 made, <laughs> he made a decision at the end of the last game to both doom humanity and lie to Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For his own selfish game. I mean, it's understandable. I'm not, I'm not knocking him for what he did. No, you can sympathize with it, but that makes sense. But he made a choice that was, was incredibly selfish. And throughout the entirety of the game, he wasn't doing anything great. Yeah. Chris, Chris (laughs) told me there are no heroes. He told me a good point earlier. He said in this game, like, Joel and Ellie are the villains. You know what I mean? Like they literally <laughs> murdered hundreds of people and then and doomed humanity. And you know they show you at the ramifications of that by making you play as a character who is directly affected by, um, by Joel. You know, and his decisions from the first game. And, and not only that, he made the decision that humanity wasn't worth saving. Yeah. <laughs> And, in, and but, you know what? But in the in this game, that also shows that it wasn't. Right. He paid the price. You know, he he not only fucked up his royally forever fucked up his relationship with Ellie, with you know, which is the like some monkey paw shit right off the bat. But he also doomed himself to you know die a gruesome fucking death. To death in golf club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also like, so there's part of me that doesn't want to say this because I know how. I know how it sounds, but I'm also me and I don't really give a fuck. So I'm going to say it. Uh Oh, um, but like, I genuinely honestly feel like all these people bashing this game. If you didn't like this game, I got to think you're just stupid. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something. I think you just don't get it. Like I know, I'm not going to disagree with you. I know. <laughs> this is. I'm usually one for like. All right, people have their opinions. It's fine. But this one, I'm just like. I don't. I. I truly do not. I. I cannot I really mentally connect to, to that. <laughs> you have to just be like so dumb you don't get it. Yeah. Or you want to hate it. One it's or the other. That good. That like the only way you don't like this is you're just kind of dumb and don't understand. I've seen the phrase emotionally manipulated for people that they feel like that's what they were for Abby. Like that's what they were doing in the game. I'm like, yeah, that's what storytelling is. That's yeah. what they do for every character. You're emotionally yeah. manipulated to either like or hate a character. Isn't that what that is, game is? That's, that's yeah. literally what character building is. Oh, I literally saw someone say that they were going to, re- uh, they demanded their money back for false advertising. And they had a side by side of like the trailer and end game footage. And the trailer trailer from what three years ago? Yeah, literally. They're replacing like they replaced like Joel in place of uh, the Asian dude. No, like where where, when uh, Tommy first meets back up with Ellie, grabs her by the shoulder and like she turns around and it's Tommy. But uh, in the trailer, it's Joel that does that. And like somebody was like, "That's false advertising." (laughs) You got to do things to preserve spoilers or whatever. Like, like how fucking stupid can you be? Saving their own story. Well, okay. So how about this? Look, I know that you guys aren't going to relate to this the same way I do. And like, let's be very clear. I'm biracial. I'm not, I'm not all the way white. I'm not all the way Japanese. Right. I'm biracial, but, um, I love that they have multiple Asian characters in this video game that are all painted in a positive light. 
Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I know that you may not view that or value that the same way I do, but I know how rare that is to come across in American media. Personally, I hate it, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, <laughs> why are there no. <laughs> too many um, Asians? I really they do this to me. They're attacking my whiteness. <laughs> What's Dina's ex-boyfriend's name? I can't remember his name. Uh, Jesse? Fuck, I Jesse. Jesse. Yep, you're right. I love Jesse. I did not expect to like Jesse as yeah, much as I did, cool. but I really liked it. He's just like a real cool, chill, laid back dude. Yep. Like, at least kissing on his ex-girlfriend. They just broke up. He's like, that's cool. Like, right. he's just a cool dude, right? Like, he's very likable. Yeah. Um. So I liked him. And then with Lev and Yara, I thought they were painted as these, like, such positive, like, Yara's really trying to look out for her brother and mm -hmm. brothers in trouble. And, like, it's just super dynamic. And then yeah. do you guys want to get into the transgender thing? I thought it was... I didn't. I, uh, people are bitching about that too. But I mean, everyone I know, bitches I have, about I have, gay I have, characters and transgender characters. I have this like thing with the the Lev thing. How do you feel, Kyle? I don't care. Like I, li I didn't think twice about it. I didn't give a fuck. It was okay. very so, subtle. Yeah. How you, they brought that in. I beat the game twice. I didn't even realize fully that. Oh, really? Was going on the first time I played it. Yeah, there was one line. There was seriously one line that brought that showed that he shaved his head, and I was yeah, just that was it. That's an odd rule. I wasn't putting together that it was a girl that shaved her head. Uh, it wasn't, and when they first mentioned the shaved head, they didn't even they glossed over that that right. it was a girl in the first place. It, it was then when they said line. that he was supposed to be a wife. I was like, oh, oh shit, is this, is he? transgender yeah like, oh and then i looked it up and yes yes like, why, I, like, like i had to google it okay that's what i was thinking at that point in time i hadn't put that together and it was then, just thrown in well then there was the dead naming controversy did you hear about that the what the controversy about dead naming that happens no okay no. so a lot of trans people are very upset with the last of us because there's an incident where Lev gets dead named. Do you know what dead naming is? Because I didn't. Is that where they, where they call you your previous name? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The the oh. the, the, the people. But who, who did? The scars what? were the one calling her Lily. One of the Seraphites oh. called her Lily, and after the fight, Lev says to Abby, "Did you hear what they called me?" And she said, "Yeah." And Lev says, "Do you want to ask me about it?" Yeah. And Abby says, "Do you want me to?" Lev says no, and she says okay, and that's the end of the conversation. But apparently, and I'm not super well versed in the trans world, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't aware that this was a thing like that. I understand why this would upset trans people to be dead named. But yeah, but the seraphites aren't the game, good guys. Well, in the scope of the game, this is just character building for Lev. Yeah, this is something that does happen to trans people, whether it be positive or not, and they just added it into the game. Just like murder is something that happens to people that's not positive. Just like getting hung or your fingers bitten off. All of these things are inconvenient things that happen to characters. So I don't understand why trans people are so upset that something bad happened to a trans character because it was not like <laughs> the trans character was painted in some negative light. That wasn't. That that whole thing wasn't meant to like demean trans people, though. It was base. It was a way to show, yeah, to show that she was trans or he was trans, and um, also, you know, it, it showed that the Seraphites they're 
backwards pieces of shit. Right. The whole point of them going <laughs> like, after like her, that's that's it. That was the whole reason they were mad at him because it was supposed to. They were pissed about that. That was literally the entire point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah. so, so why would that fucking matter? To, if anything, trans people should be like, yeah, like get those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like they should be celebrating the fact that they now have some representation. Yeah. I, like. And you know, Lev, it's going to be Lev and Abby in Last of Us 3. You know, well, that, I mean, right? I think the idea here is that terrible things shouldn't happen to Lev because they don't yeah. want to see terrible things happen to Lev, except for this is a world where terrible things happen to literally every character in the story. Yeah, doesn't matter what like, you are or who you are. I don't think Lev is receiving some kind of horrible punishment that no other character is receiving. And yeah, it's not good, but that's part of the re- like Joe got beat to death with a golf club. Oh, like, like that right there. <laughs> yeah, you know so like, but yeah, trans people are upset, and I think like all they're doing is giving is it the entire entertainment industry every reason to not write trans characters? Because if you're going to get upset about every little thing, why would they even try to give you representation when all they stand to do is gain backlash from you for doing it? It's a, it's just a very vocal minority, bro. Just like the people. I was going to say, are there a lot of people complaining about that, or is it just a lot of it online? I mean, I don't know how many. Really, I don't. I I have one person that I know in my life that is trans that I would consider a friend. I haven't spoken to them about it, but um, doubt they care. They probably wouldn't even give a fuck. I I intend to speak to her about it because she likes video games. So we will be able to have a real conversation about this. And this is also somebody that I can have an honest conversation with. It's not going to look at me any kind of crazy way. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like they know I have the best of intentions, so they won't be mad at me. Um, but like to me, that says like if I'm a video game developer, I don't even want to write trans characters because literally anything about them could be upsetting, even if we have the best of intentions. Yeah, I mean you're trying to like big up them and you still like you can't even have you can have a trans character, but don't have anyone mad at them because then I'll be mad. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's like like when I was in high they're school, overcoming right? something in the game. Right. When like, I was in you high should school, relate to that. <laughs> no, absolutely. You should. When I was in high school, I had, uh, there was a gay person I went to school with that I didn't like. And at one point in time, they saw me at the mall and they came up and they're like, you don't like me because I'm gay. And I was like, no, I don't like you because you're not likable. Like <laughs> it has literally nothing to do with your sexuality. Like I have gay friends. I don't like you because I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So slippery slope there. Well, besides all that, uh, besides all the PC, the hate, let's talk about the shit we liked about the game. All right. Other than we talked about the story and the gameplay, but what specific moments or things or or things that happened in the story maybe were like your favorite parts or the scariest parts? Let's let's talk about that shit. The museum. Can we talk about the combat? Because it is easily some of the best combat I've ever okay. satisfying combat I've ever had in a video game ever. Um, I, I hate I, combat in all the right ways. Yeah. I, I was what do you mean? I didn't really like the dodging. I thought that was like, it, it seemed a little like clunky. Like it, all, often I would go to dodge and like, it just wouldn't be the right time. Like maybe that's just yeah. my gameplay style, but I, I barely dodged correctly the entire fucking game. Let's say that. But other than that, I liked it. I love the when yeah, okay. the guns set up and the multiple ways you can switch your guns and shit. Yeah, I think they did a great job. I love the combat, but I love it in all the right way. Like, I think the combat is kind of terrible. Mm. Um, and when I say that, I mean like shooting in this game is really difficult. It is. Supposed to I think it's be. really easy to miss and fuck things up. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, but when I say I love it in all the right way, I think it's trying to show you 
intentionally by like action. Yeah. That shooting a bunch of people isn't an easy thing to do. No, you're They're right. Trying to make it more realistic. And it's that, really easy to fuck all these things up and end up dead. That's I think that's what a lot well, yeah. of, a lot of your upgrades are supposed to help you with that shit too. Like they, I think yeah. they purposely like kind of start you at uh, low on the totem pole for that reason. You know. Yeah, there was a lot of times that I was like, "All right, now is the time to go loud because I have the opportunity to get the drop on a couple of them mm-hmm. and get it done quick." And I thought that like after I did it, I got like my heart right elevated, and then I was like, "Boom, boom." Shit, did it. <laughs> when Fuck you see yeah. three of them come <laughs> talking, don't you just throw a Molotov every fucking time? I tried to, yeah. If you get three of them in one area, you're like, Molotov. <laughs> Molotov did not have the same radius as last game <laughs> or the same effect, I felt like. It was a lot weaker. I mean, eventually you can upgrade it, but yeah, that baseline Molotov was basically, if you hit one person, you're good. I, I <laughs> rarely, for that one I rarely use the Molotovs well, on that. Basically, if you bang them, they're dead. Yeah. yeah. I used hitting that on. They're done. I used it on the humans more than the zombies, to be honest. Um, I say that my pipe bombs for the zombies. Yeah, like all. I hated that Abby didn't have the the mines that you lay down because I used. Fuck, I love those so much. (laughs) Abby just didn't have anything like it, and I was like, "Fuck!" I constantly wanted those the whole time I was playing as Abby. Uh, I fucking love that crossbow she had. That shit was dope. Oh yeah, the crossbow was so good. Yeah, it was a lot better than Ellie's bow. They both had their strengths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing too. Is like everything wasn't perfectly parable. Right. Like they had different things they were good at. It was so good. It was balanced Sweet really well. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, for sure. Um, I will say, and, I will say the hardest, the hardest part of the game that that gave me the most trouble was the Rat King fight. Oh my god, I was like <laughs> shitting my pants yeah. the entire time. <laughs> Same dude. Like, go, 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 go. I, oh, my God. Just running around, running around, dr- grabbing ammo, grabbing ammo. I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to fucking die. And then I eventually killed it. I ran to the fucking and corner, I, and he follows you and busts through the goddamn wall while I'm, like, reloading. I'm like, ah! I know. Man. It's like, you piece of shit. <laughs> Leave me alone. I was, like, screaming at my TV. All the kids are trying to sleep. and like, <laughs> screaming at my I didn't TV. struggle with the rat <laughs> at all. I thought the rat oh. was one of the most fun parts of the game, but I also felt like that specific battle was where the last of us felt far and away the most like resident evil. Yeah. That was like, Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Playbook. <laughs> like, I think that's part of the reason why I like excelled so well as as soon as that happened, I was like, Oh, this is right up my alley. I got this. Right. Yep. And that was cake. The The only part in the game where I really got stuck for a while, it took me a long time to get past was fighting Ellie as Abby. Mm. Oh, I fucking sucked at that. I that was really <laughs> difficult. And then the second time I played it, because I beat the game twice. I did platinum this game, by the way. Nice. Um, yeah. The second time I played it, I went and looked on YouTube for just strategies. And there was one strategy that made it 10,000 times easier, which Wait, I should have done. Let I me tell you mine. Doing it the whole time. You have to throw the bottle in her face. Yeah, that's that yep. I was, I was just what I was telling Chris. But she can't be looking at you because no. she does dodge it. I kept trying to sneak up and she was yeah. so fast that I couldn't get to her yep. in time. That's why I didn't have a whole lot of trouble with that fight. I died a few times. Like she just caught me cause I was slower than her going around a thing. But as soon as I threw the first bottle and like, I saw her like, Oh, I, I, I just bum rushed her and did that the rest of the time. And I've killed her. Pretty yeah, quick. I, yeah. I wish I would have done that. <laughs> I was throwing the bottle like into the corner to try to lure her to the corner yep. and then sneak up on her. Yeah. And it doesn't work very long though. 
Because you're using the same tactics she used, so that, she's too smart for that shit. With the yeah. bottle, it changes the whole thing, and then it's way easier. It does. That, that reminds yeah. me of the fight with the cannibal dude in the fire, the house that's on fire, or the restaurant that's it, on it fire. It reminded me of that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that one was super easy compared to this, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I, I had a much harder I, time I, I with that. That was pretty hard too. Yeah, the um, cannibal is tough. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you, um, yeah. one of the areas that I really was like, one of the only areas where I, I thought was really cool, but I was like, oh man, come the fuck on. How much longer is this? Was getting down the hotel. Oh yeah. Yeah. I liked oh. it. Very Resident Evil. I like, yeah. yeah. I like that going through all the bro, like finding my way through going through the broken holes and shit, but every floor looks exactly the same. It's the same rooms. You know what I mean? It's the same rinse and repeat. Okay, kill four zombies, go to the next floor. Kill four zombies, yeah. go you know. So that at part, that point, I was kind of done with the infected anyway. I just wanted to kill more humans. Yeah, same. Honestly, the infected but, definitely took a backseat to the humans in this game, yeah. and I think the humans were better. They were yeah. just more interesting. I would agree. Yeah, for but like, sure. I will say, there's like, there's times when I would be playing Abby's campaign where I would start to realize, like, oh, I think I even like this better than Ellie's campaign. Like, I like. I like some of Abby's weapons and I like going down oh, the yeah. hotel and I like running around with Lev and like, there's all these different things that happen. I really like the scene where she almost gets hung. You know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. exciting parts to her campaign that I really found enjoyable. Except for then when I went to replay it again, there's all these parts in Ellie's campaign that I really liked too. And it was just like, I don't know. The whole game is so good. I really like yeah. the, um, the Seattle or I don't know if it's day one, but when, when you're actually like exploring the city and you can kind of free roam. Um, I really like that part. Like that's the only moment of that whole entire game. That's kind of really like that. So it was, yeah. it, was, it was like Uncharted four. Yeah. yeah, it was. It reminded me of that. I think it's probably my least favorite part of the game. Yeah. Mine too. And I, I will say I did really like the bank. That was awesome. Yeah. That part was cool. I don't remember. I mean, I feel like the whole story that you find by reading the notes and everything about the the bank robbers trying to rob the bank during uh, the outbreak. And yeah, it was a part that you didn't have to do in the first day of Seattle in that open world segment. I think I did that. Um, yeah, like, I, I did a pretty. Or maybe good job you did. I don't remember. Maybe no, I guess it was, you did it was have to do totally it. optional. You could miss it entirely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll tell you, this was one of the only games I played like this where I actually read every letter I picked up. So did I. So did I. You know, like front to back. Like I was like, I was, I was like, yes. Every time I found one, I was like, yes. I'm like, I did actually. Did you guys figure out the mini game with the safes? Yeah, I found that out pretty quick. Like you don't have to find the combinations. Oh, what really? I didn't know that. Wait, yeah, when you're putting in the combinations, they make a different sound when you hit the right number. Oh, I realized that like on the second or third safe that I found. And so then I had the combination for one of the safes and I didn't even look at it. And I tried to do it by sound and I got it on the first try. Oh, oh, make yeah. a different click sound. Yeah, I didn't catch that. It's not really time friendly because you have to go through a hundred. I was going to say, there's a hundred of each or 99 each. Yeah, you can open every safe in that game without ever finding a combination. Well, I'll tell no, you, there, there wasn't a safe know. I came across that I didn't already have the note for it, honestly. There was one. Yeah. And I think it was in the hotel. And I was like, oh, I'll just go through this door. And then it ended up being a door that was a story element and it locked the door behind me. I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, I missed a goddamn safe. Yeah. That's the thing, too, is like, while you could just do it by sound, the way that you get the safe combinations is often so interesting. You're yeah. almost missing out by doing it that way. I agree. Yeah, because like, you're, you're searching really for clues. Well, I mean, it's like really, you like, would be as that person. 
There's one in the like uh, apartment building where you're reading the notes between the two people going back and forth. She's like, it's my yeah. apartment number plus whatever. You have to go look at the apartment numbers and like, like that shit is just yeah. fucking cool. And it's totally optionable, yeah. missable content. Like there's so much missable stuff in this game. that's so impressive. I like the one where you could actually, uh, where it mentioned something about it was in the candy machine or something. So you had to bust the candy machine to get the, uh, whatever the part of the note that was in there or whatever. It was on a soda can. Yeah. That was sweet. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like the um the way they did the upgrades and stuff. Like it made you think that I was like, man, there's a chance like I could legit walk by upgrades like a manual without picking it up and literally miss and out on part of the game. So I was yeah, like, I, I was so paranoid about that that I, I legitimately searched every fucking room I came across. <laughs> yep. I tried to at least. I every apparently drawer. didn't because I didn't get all the trophies for that yeah, stuff. But. Same. I somehow missed the workbenches, which I'm I I'm yeah me too. That. I got the workbenches naturally. A lot of them I did not get mad. I had to go back and look at locations for the coins and the ma- and the trading cards. Mm. I got the magazines naturally. Mm. I had to go. I think I missed a couple safes. I missed a bunch of notes. Um, yeah, I think I got the magazines naturally because I, I was pretty adamant about that. I did get the ring from Ellie naturally and the artifact for. Um, yep. Abby naturally. I got both of those naturally. I, I got the ring, but I didn't know what the art, the strange artifact was. I didn't get it. It was a yet. nod to some other video game that Naughty Dog did. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what it was. It was something I hadn't played, but Crash, that's what it was. Crash Bandicoot? Something like that. I don't, I played the Crash Bandicoot games. I don't think that's what it was, but. but yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so what else? Uh, fa- so favorite moments? I mean, did we talk about that? Well, I'm, I, we, I, I don't, like I don't we, know how to pick. <laughs> Haven't we really brushed over a lot of the characters in Abby's story? Like Owen, we haven't spoken about. We haven't spoken yeah. about. Ooh, what about that? We no. haven't talked about Manny. What about the sex scene? Ooh. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. How about the sex scene? Because my kids, <laughs> which they see violent stuff all the time, it's yeah. not a big deal. My kids are watching me play and it's totally fine. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. And then they like sit down right before this graphic sex scene happens and it's the only time in the game it happens and like it starts happening and I'm like oh shit and I'm like cover my kid's <laughs> face and they're like what are you doing and I was like how did this happen right now <laughs> of all times yeah uh, yeah Tara was sitting on the couch like watching me she kind of like perked up like looked over at me I'm like I don't know <laughs> Dude, don't like, ask damn me. they're like they... the only time in the game that happens <laughs> yeah, too so weird I, d- don't doesn't Ellie and Dina have a sex scene though but there's yeah, but it's, it's cut. Like, they did, make out and they start stripping, and then it cuts. Did it show Ellie's titties? No, yeah. no, it did showed it? Abby's. Oh, it did show Abby's titties. You're yes. right. All right, I thought it might have showed uh, Ellie's tits too. <laughs> did it show Ellie's titties? <laughs> uh, it didn't show Ellie's titties. It didn't show Abby's titties. But like, I love the whole the they they have all those parallels, like the Seraphites and the fucking the wolves mm. like they're kind of the same yeah. and they don't even realize it this whole time you're playing as Abby. She's going through talking about how they're a murder cult and this, that, and the other. And she's like been conditioned to hate them. Right. And then like, she and she's been the them. number one killer of them. <laughs> yeah. But then like, she starts to realize after she's messing with Levin Yara, that they're really the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? when you're playing yeah. as Ellie, you kind of see that they're basically the same thing. And it does that same duality that it does with Ellie and Abby. And, then you've got the the duality of of um, Abby being to Lev what Joel is to Ellie. Like this whole game has these like 
yep. parables all the time. You go through, uh, you know, the experiences with Abby and her father, the same way you kind of go through them with Ellie and Joel. A lot of parallels. Like, yep. Well, I mean, the the theater is basically at or Ellie's home base where the uh, aquarium is basically Abby's. Like mm-hmm. everything is lined up and it's very intentional. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And I really like the aquarium. I think that's one of the coolest places in the game, too. Yeah, I agree. It looked really nice. Yeah, they did a really good job with uh, with all the um, areas. Like none of yeah. nothing was boring. You know, there's always something. Yeah, the set pieces were. This game is the most gorgeous thing too. Yeah. What about the look at space museum? Yeah, that yeah, was that sweet. was super cool. That was one of the best parts of the game. Yeah, I love. It's a very that. good moment. Yeah. I really like the part where Ellie gets in the spaceship and Joel gives her the headset. She has the helmet on. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that was such, so cool. Such like a dad moment, you know, like you could like feel very Joel. cinematic. Yeah. Well, it was also like very character building. It showed you their yep. relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I will say they uh, the Seraphites and Wolves, there's like some parallels you could draw between like um Days Gone with a similar kind of like tribes, you know, with uh Days Gone. Um uh, I did have a lot of feelings yeah. while I played this game, like very days gone-ish, you know. I'm sure they yeah, I don't, I don't know the borrowed ideas from each other or whatever, but um, either way, like I mean, not to take away from either game, they they both are great games, and they can each exist in their own space. But I don't think Days Gone holds a candle to like the storytelling that's happening. But um, gameplay wise, it doesn't, but I similar. think Days Gone excels in other areas, kind of. Yeah, like Days Gone did a much better job making you enjoy fighting zombies, where last of I mean, us. I mean, like Last of Us, like I don't like we were just talking about. I enjoy fighting the humans more than the zombies. Where Days Gone, like you don't I, personally, I, I didn't really enjoy fighting the humans as much as the zombies. It was kind of. I would agree. I mean, I think Days Gone, like in general, is just kind of more fun. Sure. Okay. Like I wouldn't call Last of Us too fun. Right. Yeah. It's it's, I, it's more it, of an experience. Better than Days Gone, but like Days Gone is kind of more fun, whereas yeah. this is like like a, it's taking you on a ride. Yeah. yeah, it's like a roller coaster or something. You know right. what I'm saying? It's ripping your fucking heart out. No, you're right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I can't suck this game's dick any harder, man. It's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So, uh, what are you guys grading it? Oh, I'm giving it a 10. solid B plus. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a ten for me, dog. Yeah, hundred percent. Ten. Ten out of ten. It's across the board. I'm glad we're all on the same yeah. page. Like, uh, like I tried playing after I was done with it. I tried like. Just scrolling through my games, like I don't want to play any of this shit. It's not going to even come close. Yeah, <laughs> I was really like I was so stuck with it that I was like I tried to play the Final Fantasy VII remake again. I was like, this just sucks comparatively. I just yeah. went back to playing Halo. Like I'll just shoot some shit. You know? What yeah, I'm it sounds like a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I can play some Halo. <laughs> I was curious because of our text log, Kyle. Like how you were going to feel ultimately at the end? Because I would have been shocked if you were like, I'm pissed off that it just made me play as Abby a bunch and then she didn't kill her. No, dude. Um, I thought there was a strong chance that, I thought you that was way that better. Way, but I thought the way it went was way better. No, I mean there there could yeah. have been a chance there for a minute, but you know, just like the same emotional roller coaster that you went on and that I'm sure Scott went on that it wanted every player to go on, which is where you fucking hate her guts, and then it like I said, it digs her out of that hole for you. So I experienced yeah. that and it, I, I think I got the full effect out of it and it um, you know, it really it did its fucking job. You know, well, I wonder yeah. like how many people get to the end and 
by the end, they didn't have that switch where they ended up liking Abby and kind of rooting for Abby too. And like, there was never a point where I was rooting for Abby to kill Ellie, but like, I didn't want Ellie to kill Abby anymore. And I wonder how many people didn't reach that full cycle and got to that conclusion like we did, because I wasn't even totally sure you were going to feel that way. I knew I felt that way. Well, if you go to their subreddit, you'll find out most people hated that. They just hated Abby. Yeah. Exactly. I don't even people Maggots. really do. Like, are these people just bashing it online and review bombing it? Are these, have these people even fully played the game? I don't think so. These people yeah. make their minds up. Before they saw the leaks and they said, this is bullshit. And that's it. I think most like, of them are probably anti-gay, anti-trans to begin with. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen some people, some really just disgusting shit about well, not only that, and the fact that, you know, Abby isn't some hot, skinny chick with big tits. She's well, muscular, so we got to make her, oh, she big. It's like, oh, fuck off. For that. They didn't make her palatable at hey, first. For the record. Like, what the fuck do you people look like? You <laughs> fucking neck beards? Shut the fuck up. Too. That's like, she was intentionally bulky like that. Like, she turned yeah. into a killing machine because she wanted to kill Joel. Hey, to make things clear, and, just to make it clear, I'd clap those cheeks. Fair enough. Well, I mean, you clash he, Owen had was like having a baby with another chick, and even he was like, "Nah, give me that muscles, girl." <laughs> He's like, "I'll slap that shit." Yeah, I was saying he he, uh, he did too. He hit it viciously, <laughs> viciously. <laughs> I'll show you the muscles. He, I was, he was whiskey drunk, so you know. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying, hey. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Look, there's the part where you're in the stadium with Abby, and the dog runs over to you with the ball. And so I picked I know, the ball up like, and oh, threw it over the fence sweet. and the dog got sad. I, I felt bad when I did that. <laughs> I did it. I was like, I wonder what happens if I do this. And then she's like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> like, oh, later there's a part now. where you're, you're to throw the squid. Yep. <clears throat> so I tried to take that and like throw it into one of the shark cages or something. I couldn't get to go in there though. Yeah. I tried to do that too. And it wouldn't, it, there was nowhere you could throw it. There was like in the aquarium, there's like a shark cage in the middle of the room, and you could like try to arc it up and in, but I just couldn't get it in there. Couldn't get it in. Nope. Yep. That's the uh, that's the name of this one. <laughs> I love it. I All thought right. that was well. Um, is there any is there any any other last things you want to say about it before we wrap it up, and then we can move on to raise the bars or take a quick little piss break or whatever. We got a quick break. Scott, are you good to keep hanging with us? Yeah, let's let's finish this up. All right, cool. Um, let's go take a quick piss break. Um, I'll be back in under three minutes, personally. This is probably gonna take. All right, I'm gonna piss too. I'll be back quicker than ten minutes. I promise. Right. I gotta go right there, so it won't take me long. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke like half a cigarette, but I'll do it fast. All right, be right back. Bye. Coming right back here. Oh. I was like chilling all back and far. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, everyone. What's what up? What's up, y'all? Oh, whoa, wiggling around. All right. Um, so we back. How's everybody? How's everybody's piss break? Uh, oh, it was so good, man. Scott, we could hear you. Pissed so much. I'm glad. I hope everyone heard that. I should do it in the middle of the show next time. Just leave the door open. Just piss, bro. Do it. I had. Dude, I'll piss all over my computer <laughs> for the say? content. What'd you say ends over there? I had something else about Last of Us 2 that I wanted to bring up when I came back and I forgot it. If I think oh. of it, I'll just interrupt. Okay, please do. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, ready to raise the bars? 
Raisin. All right, it will play the Raisin. clip, so don't talk over it. All right. I'm not gonna pr- play my clip because it was fucking the whole thing up yeah. before. Yep. See you later. Hey, yo. These words cut deep like scars. Now tuned in to the motherfucking words. The words. Words. I'm assuming that's proud. It's close enough. All right, there it goes. Is it over? It's over. Yeah. It's over. All right. I hope I got that right on. <laughs> I doubt I did, though. <laughs> all right. So, so, all, so we all have bars today. I brought boars. You brought boars. Um, who wants to go first? Who wants to let's do the honors, man? Let Scott read first. So, um, oh, I, shit. I picked five. We don't have to do all five, depending on how long it takes. But uh, obviously, with each of us doing, each of us bringing four, that means we'll each be reading four, two from each person is ideal. Okay. Um, all right. So, I'll let you read one okay. of N's bars first. All right. Let's see if I can see these. All right. Now, remember, I'm not a professional rapper or anything. So, don't <laughs> take any of my opinions at heart. Go. All right. And I suck at reading out loud. So right. you've been hypnotized and Twitterized, but I've heard this line before by silly. Yeah. Who is this shit? Anyway, sorry. You've been hypnotized and Twitterized by silly guys. Cues to the evening news. Make sure you're ill-advised. Got you celebrating the generators of genocide. Any good deed is pummeled, punished, and penalized. This is Killer Mike uh, from RTJ4. Ooh. And this is a 10. <laughs> 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 He's it's really good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. good. Uh, this Twitter is so Mike fucking works. good. <laughs> it is so good. Twitter. What rides. do you think, Kyle? Let me see. I, this is from Walking in the Snow, isn't oh. it? I think it's called Goodies versus ET. Oh yeah, yeah. Goodies versus ET. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That is that one. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, uh, I think the bars are really good. Uh, I don't know. I would have given them a ten just because I'm like, I'm like hold on. Man. I had to hold the phone, but <laughs> you no. know, it's Killer Mike. You just want to give it a ten. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, that, yeah. knowing it's Killer Mike, that definitely brings it up. Uh, um, and I can just imagine his voice saying it, which sounds so much cooler than Scott's. You're it's fine. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, I. It's a, though. I will grade it a affected voice. <laughs> I really liked it a lot too. I, I think he's saying some uh, cool shit, and obviously, like the rhymes are just magnifique. Uh, I'll give it a nine. Nine. All right. All right. I I would probably give it a nine. Um, I I do really like their new album. I think it's really good. We haven't spoken about that, but it's fucking awesome. I've listened also, to it a fuck ton. <laughs> I got the new Pop Smoke album. I've been listening to that, which I was not hip to Pop Smoke until very recently. I thought he was just another shitty new age rapper. He's not. He's awesome. Okay. I never... I, I've All just right. heard his Fresh name beats. like the other day. That one's executive produced by Fitty, isn't it? I don't know. I really like He's the album. He's dead, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he got murdered in February. <laughs> Who, Pop Smoke? But yeah. Oh, yeah. He was 20 years old, bro. He was still young and shit, but he... His album is great. Mm. Really liked it. All right, bro. Um, I want to check that out. All right. Next. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, 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 I need to open a new tab. Hold on. Another tab. I have three tabs. Son. I should have three tabs. Another tab. Okay. Hold on. Why didn't that? Oh, hold on. Whoa. Oh, he's struggling. We on a struggle bus now. Duplicate tab. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. That's Almost not there. bars. Oh, Almost there we go. There. All right. So um, we'll just go straight down the line and mm-hmm. um, one of us can read one of Scott's bars. Who wants to read <laughs> it? Uh, how about uh, I'll read this one. Okay. Go for it. All right. Quantum physics 
could never show you the world I was in when I was 10, back when nine ounces had got you 10. And nine times out of 10, ninjas don't pay attention. <laughs> and when it's tension in the air, nines come with extensions. Oh, okay. This came out of order, but that's fine. I know which one this is. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know why. It seems like Google does that. Um, okay. Quantum Fuck physics Google. can never show you the world I was in when I was 10. Back when nine ounces, it's got you 10. And nine times out of 10, don't pay attention. And when it's tension in the air, nines come with extensions. It seems like there's a cadence I'm not quite picking up, but it sounds pretty cool. Like, especially those last couple lines. I really like those. The last two, I think, are really good. Yeah, I, I like those a lot. Um, the first two... Um, I don't know. I see what he's. I see what he's trying to do with the ten and the ten. You know, blah blah blah. But it's not quite hitting as good as it. I would like. So that said, I do like it. I think it is good rapping, and it probably sounds better coming from him, um, or or her, mm -hmm. or Jim, whatever. Um, I would give this a seven. I think it's a monster bash. I like it. I just don't love it. I'm gonna tell you. I would probably give. Those first two, like a seven, but those last two, I think are 9.5, 10 ish bars. Mm. So I would probably ultimately end up giving this a nine just because I like those last two bars so much. Those are really good. Okay. Okay. This is uh, Kung Fu Kenny, Kendrick Lamar uh, from yeah. Pusha T's Nostalgia. Yeah. Kendrick is that dude. Okay. I'm happy. <laughs> if I'd have known it was Kendrick, I'd have yeah. given her a 10. <laughs> I'm like Kendrick it's 10 alright so what See, we'll that's do the problem with the bias shit yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, why I gave Killer Mike 10 find out like duh yeah it's fucking a 10 obviously duh alright so I'll pull up mine and we'll let Rob read this one so that way it's or uh, that way we um, are going in order here oh I see what you did with the background yeah. there Nice. Why is it like this? Why the fuck do I care? I don't have the answers or at least the ones you want to hear. City lights look like bright groups of fireflies. Many see the truth <laughs> proof only when a liar dies. When a li when the I see what you're doing with this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is it like this? Why the fuck do I care? I don't have the answers or at least the ones you want to hear. Love that. City lights look like bright groups of fireflies. Many see the truth only when the liar dies. This is like hmm. kind of simple, it's pretty deuce, but it's pretty really deuce. profound. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. Mm. I like it a I lot. I was gonna say that too. Eight I like it a lot. It's me. a little simple, but it's so profound and well written. I think I know your theme, Kyle. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, ob pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know how to do these cool backgrounds, it'll be much more obvious. Um, yeah. So this one is a song by Aesop Rock. The song's called Bent that Life. That makes sense. Um, but the rapper on this, on these bars, is someone named C. Ray's Walls. C. Ray Walls. Never heard of him. Oh, uh, yeah, he can that, rap. I never heard of him. Yeah, he can rap, seems, no? He seems yeah, like he's, he got, he's definitely got bars. I mean, shit. He can rap. Bars. Yeah. He's schooling it on there. Right, I liked cool. it a lot. All right, so let's see. Last, who read who read uh, one of these one of Rob's last time or was me? It? So it's your turn. All right, so I'll read this one. I changed it up from that pop shit. It's hard to see R and B rappers arguably started fucking up the game horribly. Cause I parted the C. Then these novices targeted me. Bitches infatuated say they love me, lying to me. Ugh. This sounds like a. A groove chill throughout your spine. <laughs> before you, before you say anything, I just want you to know 
that there's something about this in the grander scheme that would totally change your perception of it. Okay. Let me, let but me that's re- not what you're grading. You're grading this. Right. Let me rate it one more time. You changed it from that pop shit. It's hard to see R&B. Rappers arguably started fucking up the game horribly because I parted the sea. Then these novices targeted me. Bitches infatuated say they love me lying to me. The flowing on this is super dope. Very dope. I like it a lot. I love the the word choices, the, the syllables. Just the flow of it. it sounds good. Um, Ryman, I really like hard to see R&B, arguably, horribly. That shit is tight as fuck. That like and parted, parted to see yeah, and targeted me. Yeah, all of that shit. It's like super. It kind of falls apart yeah. with the last one, but you know, whatever. I can yeah, forgive I was going to say that too. The last line's kind of eh. Yeah. Um, but I do like it a lot. I, I, I mean, I don't have a whole lot else to say about it. I really like it. I would give this actually a... I'll give this an 8.5. I really like this. I was going to go probably closer to like a 7.5. Yeah, it's good. All right. So that's all I got to say. I I, I can't explain this to you before you read it because that's not how the game works, right? We're grading these bars. But that fourth bar, he changes the scheme and starts rhyming the next scheme. Mm. And so the way it flows, he starts. I figured that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Not like it just doesn't rhyme well. It kind of switches it into the next one I seamlessly. You, yeah. yeah. But you can't hear that with this. You, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta it's like draw not, the line somewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, this is Nas from a song called The Cross. It's produced by Eminem. It's one of my favorite Nas songs. I would have probably given this a nine just based off those first three. Not if yeah. I had not known how the flow switched to, in the fourth. Yeah. I probably would have taken points off that way me knowing it yeah. i would have known it not but you know i'll say saying? that yeah you're right uh, all right, right. Cool. The crawl. all right so that was virgin mary should have had an abortion all right that's the chorus all right so who read his uh scots last time what me did, all right so. you right i did i thought you did oh oh no, I read the last of us one, didn't I? No, I I read. Yes, th- you did. Yeah, I read this one, so it'll be ro- uh, ends yeah. on this next one. All right, cool. Funny fact about a cage: they're never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them, and you still pour it, come for you. The newest, lowest on the totem. We golly gee, you have been used. You help fuel the death of a machine that down the line will kill you too. Oops. All right. Funny fact about a cage: they're never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them and you still pour it, come for you. The newest lowest on the totem. Well, golly gee, you have been used. You help to fuel the death of the machine that down the line will kill you too. There's a lot going on there. There is a lot going on there. And my favorite part is the well, golly gee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. That's good. Um, that but you don't hear that a lot, Brad. <laughs> They're saying a lot in four bars. Right. Um, as far as like the scheme, it's kind of simplistic, but really the way that it's written is not simplistic. I think this is pretty good. I don't know if it's as good as some of the other stuff. I'm going to give this an eight. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I'm having a hard time like really making it sound good in my head. I like what they're saying. It seems like they're saying some deep shit, you know, but um, and it, it rhymes, which I like, of course, but. Um, this flows really well, just so you know, in the, yeah. <laughs> the rap. Well, you have to flex it for us. Um, I would give this a 7.5. I can't. <laughs> I'll give it All a right. 7.5. All 
Sorry. Well, this is LP. For a little bit there. I, I <laughs> My headphones died. I was switching oh. a battery. You're good. This is what? Uh, so this is LP from RTJ4. Oh, <laughs> oh there you go. Hey. Walking in the snow. Okay. I'm glad we got RTJ fans in the house. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So who's next? Uh, this is Scott. Scott. Uh, this will be me. When I pop off and never stop, because when we do come through, you better lock doors. Pause. The wolves want to eat. Peep how they lock jaws. No need to cook up the coke. You see, we cop raw. Ooh. <laughs> pop off, never stop. I knew you'd like that one. You come through, you better lock doors. Pause. The wolves want to eat. Peep how they lock jaws. No need to cook up the coke. See what we cop raw. Uh, I don't know. Worth bars. What do you think? Like, is there yeah. anything that's, is there a certain You need line? to cook up the coke. You see, we cop raw. Yeah. Anything you like specifically about it? What are you thinking? See the wheels. I like that wolves line. That wolves want to eat peep how they lock jaws. Yeah. That's a fucking dope line. Yeah, <laughs> I that, like that a I lot. Like that because I like the rhyme. I like the lock jaw. Yeah. 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 Lock jaws with lock doors. Pause. Yeah. Cop raw. Stop cause. Pop off. Yeah. Never stop cause. They like that all right. I'll give this an eight. I think it's pretty tight. I'd probably give it an eight. Yeah. Too. Pretty yeah. good. We got yeah, some yeah. today. Yeah, I like this too. Yeah. Um, this is a song called Calm Down by Busta Rhymes. Ooh, Busta. Oh, yeah. Busta Bus. Ooh. I like the cop raw, though. That yeah. shit was filthy. Cop yeah. raw. I, I like that line, too. <laughs> the wolves, they lock jaws. <laughs> there, that's my Busta Rhymes voice. Out <laughs> uh, here, I'll do it. When I pop off, there's stop calls. And just yelling. All you gotta do is yell. When you come through, you better lock off. All right. Lyrical miracles. All right, go uh, ahead. Like a dungeon dragon. All right, I think I read the last ends bar. I changed it from the pot. Yeah, I read this one. So this will be Scott again on this one. All right. What's popping? Brand new whip. Just hopped in. Got options. I could pass that bitch like Stockton. This is fucking. I know this. <laughs> Is this little dicky? Because that sounds like a, <laughs> I thought this was a little dicky song. No, it's not. I know what this is. Fuck, I know what this is. God damn it. Probably off of Run the Jewels, bro. I could pop that bitch like stuck. Yeah, that really looks this. like Run the Jewels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it does definitely does not. I I fucking have heard this. I and now it's it's what's tripping me up right now, and I'm trying to think of it and I can't. This is oh my god, I do know it. It's just Oh, it's that uh, it's that white guy. I can't fucking remember his name. G Easy. That guy sucks. By the way, this is a fucking two. <laughs> oh, this sucks. Wait, I know this is, is terrible. It's Tom McDonald. I know what this is. I can't. No, it's not him. I know this fucking shitty song. Uh, <laughs> see that. By the way, I give this a I give this a one. This shit sucks balls. <laughs> I, I, I'm giving it two because it's got. Some it kind of rhymes. Yeah, I was I was I felt like I just dissed little Dicky with that because <laughs> little Dicky can write. I missed you. So my buddy sends me this song. It's it's a remix of a song. This is Jack Harlow, who's from I think Kentucky. He's friends with Cal Scrooby. Cal Scrooby had tweeted him, like, check out my homie Jack Harlow. And so I had heard of him a little bit, but wasn't really. Yeah, him, that's right? him. So uh, what's popping? Yeah, this fucking song. My buddy sends me the song. He's like, check this out. It's got a feature from the baby, Lil Wayne, and uh, um, Tory Lanez on it. So I'm like, cool. So I listen to it kind of passively. And I'm like, yo, this song is super hard. 
And then later I got and in the car like the next day and I turned it on where I'm attentively listening to it. And the baby, Tory Lanez and Lil Wayne are sweet as fuck on it. But Jack Harlow is horrible, bro. This is the court. Yeah. Hop in. Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I could pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. Like, bro, that's the whole, yeah. whole verse is like that too. Like the I could pass that bitch like Stockton is the best line in this whole set right here because yeah. it's at least uh like it's a, it's a simile, right? John Stockton, he'll yeah. pass the ball. I get it. But like even that is like fucking like, I could pass that bitch like a basketball player passes a ball. Like that's a fucking lame rhyme too. Yeah. Like it's, just, it's, so bad. it's lazy. It's terrible, bro. It's fucking lazy. Oh, this is garbage. Fucking one, bro. All right, that shit sucked. Good job. I got options. Well, tell your friend to never send you bars again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I think uh, uh, ends read the last one. So I'll read this one from Scott. Revenges, outsmarting forensics, relentless intentions until the top spot is relinquished. Boy, your top spot is my hit list. Sweet taste and revenge. Victory, oh, this shit's delicious. Take your swig from the bottle, wiping Hennessy off my whiskers. This shit, this yeah. shit, this shit flows. <laughs> I like the, those first like three bars, like really like revenges, outsmarting, forensic, relentless intentions until the top oh, You heard the, the way this guy raps it to is so fucking dope. <laughs> Ooh, I really like this. Boy, your top spot is my hit list. Sweet taste and revenge. Victory, the shit's delicious. I love saying this shit's delicious in the middle of your rap. <laughs> Take your swig from the bottle, wiping Hennessy off my whiskers. Man, that's just who says this, but I just feel like that that boy, your top spot is my hit list, sweet taste and revenge. Yeah, victory. The Why shit. did he not say taste in my vengeance? Oh, yeah. It would have been better. Boy, your top spot is my hit list, sweet taste in the vengeance or some shit like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sweet taste in my vengeance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see that now you're literally raising the bars right now. You know that, right? <laughs> like, like it That's, bothers me when I can think of stuff like yeah. that in people's rhymes. The, uh, this shit's super dope. I, I mean, we're, I'm having fun just reading it. If it sounds good, it feels good. Um, I think it, it kind of falls apart. The last, the last bar is my least favorite. That wiping Hennessy off my. I'm sure he says it. Wiping uh, Hennessy off my wacky, whiskers, bro. Wiping Hennessy off my whiskers. So, take your swig from yeah. the bottle. But even though, <laughs> even right right after Victor, like he does a great job of to having that rhyme the whole way through, and then victory. This shit's delicious, and then he could add another one there if he wanted to. But he chooses to say, well, I think take, take your swig from, from the, the bottle, bottle, wipe a Hennessy off my whiskers probably runs as one line. Yeah, probably. I but, think so. I, I don't know. I, and I'm not trying to shit on it for that. I think it's great. I really like this a lot and I'm about to grade it really well, Genius high. makes it fucking ridiculous to try and genius split bars, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's why it looks so weird on the screen. I'm not going to hold it against it. I, I know it's dope, so I, I can't really hold it against it. I think he probably could squeeze one more internal, but depending on how it's wrapped, I do understand that this may have been the better choice. You know what I mean? I, I, I know that much. That said, I really like this a lot. This is my favorite of the night, and I know I've already graded one at nine, so I'll give this a, I'll give this a nine point five. Really like it a lot. Hell yeah. I'll give it a nine. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's a solid nine. This is uh, Michi Darko of the Flatbush Zombies off uh, the song uh, Tech Nine's "Look What I Did." I didn't even know that Tech Nine had a song with Michi Darko, but Michi uh, it's Darko off his new album. 
And Michi Darko would make this sound dope. Mm. Oh, he makes it sound so fucking smooth. It's fantastic. Revenges. Yeah, I'm not doing his so voice. This is, this <laughs> is t- like the way he sounds, he would sound good yeah. in this shit. This is a Tech Nine song oh, yeah. featuring the Flatbush Zombies. Yes. And the song's called what? And it's uh, Look What I Did. Okay. And it's a fucking amazing song. Sweet, you I've you never should check it. it out. It's yeah. off of Interfere, his newest fucking, album. I got to listen to it now because that shit was awesome. Yeah, and I, I like Tech Nine. And I like Flatbush. Yeah, I'm definitely going to peep that. Dope. Good, good fucking bars, bro. All right, this is uh ends, I believe. All right, where we at? Shit, I don't know. Tupelo, Mississippi. Hey, somebody better help him, or they gonna have to ship him to the ER to see Abby. Baby girl gonna snitch him. Throw hundreds like I'm pitching. I got it. I'm a rich one. All right, so the flow is on point. The flow sound good when I wrapped it. Where he at? Shit, I don't know. Tupelo, Mississippi. Am I saying that right? Tupelo. It sounds like it, yeah. I have no idea. Hey, somebody yeah. help him. Are they going to have to ship him to the ER to see Abby? Baby girl going to snitch him? Oh, 100s like I'm pitching. I got it. I'm a rich one. See, I don't even think that last bar is really a very good bar, but it rhymes so well. It flows so well that it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bars are eh. The flow is yeah. pretty on point. So I'm, I'll give it like... I'll give it a 7.5. Probably the weakest shit yeah. today. It's still pretty good, though. Okay, I feel it. Yeah, I was, I'm going to go with a 7 on that one. Okay. Um, this song is uh, called a song called We Slum by Yellow Wolf, but this is Shoddy Fat on the verse. <laughs> Whoa, who who the fuck is that? Shoddy Fat. Who the fuck is Abby in this? Oh, yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Going back My to question it. is, is she going to snitch him or snitch him? Because it said sn- it snitch. said snitch. It did and I snitch. wanted to say stitch every time I read it because yeah. of the way it sent him to the ER. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it definitely said snitch him. All right. I think this one's me. Um, here we go. What shit. the fuck is this? Shit. It's a reason it took like 200 years for our ancestors just to get freed. These shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical. I look at freedom like trees. Can't grow a forest like overnight. Hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seeds. Fuck is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe. Dude. Ooh. <laughs> this is just for the record. Yeah. He flows it better than you do. I'm sure. Right? <laughs> I just want to make sure that was clear. Like it sounds good when he says it. All right, dude. I get it. Fuck. Is this, let me just ask this. Is this speed rap so I can give it one more shot? Uh, I wouldn't call it speed rap, but he's definitely doing the like, like the right like, reason right, it took like two hundred years for our, you know, you know, you know right, so he's like rolling it, so right. it like flows. Shit, it's a reason it took like two hundred years for our ancestors just to get freed. Is that, is that, <laughs> these shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical. I look at the freedom like trees can grow a forest cool. like. Can't grow a forest like overnight that hit hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seeds. Fuck is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe it? You believe. Something like that, right? You were a lot closer that time. <laughs> you believe. Good. Now I feel better. Um, I really like this. There, he's saying some deep yeah, shit too. that um, I'm having a hard time even like wrapping my brain around. Like he's saying, obviously he's talking some about some slave shit at the beginning. Can't you know, grow a forest like overnight. Yeah, you know, I look at freedom like trees. Can't grow a forest like overnight. So you know you Hit can't get your freedom so immediately. Your seeds. Hit the ghetto. He's t- but then he's given a a message of like uh uh. Hope, you know, can't grow a forest like overnight, hit the ghetto and start planting your seeds, you know, like 
you know, giving back to the community and shit like that. Right. And then the last line, he's like bitching at whoever he's talking to. Like, what's the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe? Yeah, dude, this is fucking sweet. <laughs> this, is dope. this is really good. Um, I really like this. Uh, I know I fucked up the rapping. I'm sure it does sound a lot better. This is definitely somebody that knows how to fucking rap, knows how to write. They got some uh, um, higher thinking, you know what I mean? Which I like. Um, I'll give this a, this is going to be another nine for me, dog. I like this a lot. This this sounds so much like Killer Mike. <laughs> it really does. It's not Killer Mike, but sound like killer mike you're right it does but this is i'm i'm teetering on a nine nine point five so i'll go nine i would probably give this a nine point five but yeah uh, this is snow on the bluff by j cole oh this is him oh, talking really? to no name no name got mad and no name is this like former rapper that's now like an activist and she uh basically came out and had this tweet where she was talking about how all these fam- all these famous rappers are um, building their whole careers off of like black empowerment, and then when all these protests go down, none of them are out there saying shit. Nobody's tweeting. Nobody's doing anything. Mm. And J Cole felt some kind of way about it, so he released a new song called "Snow on the Bluff," where he's basically talking to her. At the beginning of the song, he kind of touches on um, like I haven't said anything because I'm not perfect, and I want to absorb this and really critically think about it before I just jump out and say something. Um, so he's kind of talking to her the whole time. That's where that fuck is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe. Yeah. I, I like that. That's so good. I actually read a little <laughs> bit about that beef or I didn't quite understand it. Cause I never heard of no name though. So I'd never heard of no yeah. name. Apparently she was like fairly prominent on the underground at one point, And then she stopped rapping and moved into activism. Hmm. All right. Mm. All right. This is you, ends. All right. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy, replaced it with app. Oh, this is already filthy, bro. I love this already. <laughs> that was so good right off top. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy, replaced it with apathy. I wish I could magically fast forward the future so that you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest. They coming for you the day after they come in from Oh God, it should have so good. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy, replaced it with apathy. I wish I could magically fast forward the future so that you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest. I'm honest. They coming for you the day after they come. Bro, this is fucking this is the best set of bars I've read all day. This is so good. This is so next level to me. The way the scheme bounces from travesty to empathy and then back to apathy. And then they re- they reel it back in and hit magically instead of going back to empathy. This is so next level writing to me. I love the, the long bar to, to coming all the way back to coming for me. This is so good. I'm giving it a 10, bro. Wow. Ah, Phenomenal, bro. This is so fucking good. Like whoever this is, I don't know who this is, but whoever this is, is on some whole next level. Like they are a veteran. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing. This is so very, this is written with so much intention and purpose. This is beautiful, bro. Watch him be like, this is Tom McDonald. This is fucking great. <laughs> this, is, this is actually me. I wrote this. Please give me all the credit. <laughs> um, I, 
Well, I'll give this, uh, man, like you, that, the amount you loved it made me hype for it more than I probably would have been. Like, I, I did like it a lot. I, I, I don't think it's the best I've read all night, to be honest. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I feel you though. I want to, I want to like it that much. Um, that said, I'll give it like an eight point five. Alliteration, bro. No, like, I, I think it's. I, oh future. yeah. <laughs> I think, oh my god! Face it and fucked up. It'll. Oh my god! This shit is so out of this world to me, bro. No, I think it's great. I do. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of grading it based on kind of what I've graded other shit and how much I've liked it tonight. Now, it, before before you before you you go into telling us who it is, look at the truly the travesty. Like the fast forward, the future, face it, fucked up. Like they're doing upcoming. For you the day after they come in for me like they're doing so much yeah yeah i feel it dude I feel this it. is crazy bro <laughs> all right scott lay it on us well this is uh killer mike from <laughs> rtj4 <laughs> i had to oh, do the same it's walking in the snow again <laughs> uh they both had so such good fucking verses in that song i was just like you know what i'm gonna they, uh, <laughs> those are lines from both songs that i just needed to put in here Bro, this is so much. fucking incredible like, writing. Like, every time I hear it, I'm just like, I can't believe this man wrote this shit. <laughs> that's good shit. Bro, th- like, that's like the measure for like a 10 for me is would I be jealous if somebody else wrote this? Like, would I be like, damn, I wish I'd have wrote that. Like, I wish I'd have wrote that. I have a buddy yeah. that's a big um, Run the Jewels fan and we were talking about the new Run the Jewels album or whatever. I said, I think it's their best album. Yeah, I, I think, think so too. I think their other albums really good. I really like RTJ two. I really like RTJ three. RTJ two um, is great. Uh, it I has skippables. This album yeah, RTJ four does not. The the <laughs> instrumentals match the lyrics. Like they sound like they belong together. Like they didn't just write dope raps over dope beats. Like it sounds so cohesive. Yeah. yeah. I'm also a I'm a sucker for the a beat switch up, and they do it a lot, and I just love it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what it is about it, but I love them. I those bars are. It's a, it's a very concise album. It's only eleven tracks, but it's fucking. It's so good though. You don't skip. But like, I didn't pick you just this don't. up. This is this is incredible to me. <laughs> Dope. I really like this. Yeah. Thank you for bringing us ten bars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um. This is. For, this is me. Okay. Go ahead, Scott. I think this is me. Yeah, I think so. All right. They said I'm the new a boogie. Relax. I ain't never what? <laughs> I ain't never try to copy his swag. I'm just trying he, to put my head on the map. Oh. Ellie used to live right next to the trap. What the fuck is this, Kyle? <laughs> it, a boogie is a rapper. If you don't know. I know. I know who he is. I I just thought there was a stupid line. <laughs> they said I'm the new a boogie. Relax. I ain't never trying to copy his swag. I'm just trying to put my hood on the map. Ellie used to live right next to the trap. What the? F- <laughs> I don't know, man. Love this is like it. A three for me. Uh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. And so he's he's I analyzing. Think fucking stupid. They said I'm the new a boogie. Relax. I never try to copy his swag. Like what kind of bullshit line is that? <laughs> lines. <laughs> trying to put my hood on the map. That's trash line. Ellie yep. used to live right next to the trap. Like that's like a throwaway right there. <laughs> I don't like know. Three was generous. Talking about. I think they said Ellie yeah. uh, on the little genius notation. It said Ellie was a boogie's mom. I guess. He's saying he's like related. Okay. You know, like 
He said, yeah, what a weird thing to say you know, anyway. There's not one good bar in here. I'm giving this. I gave I think it's three was generous. Harlow. So I'll give it a two. <laughs> but I gave Jack Harlow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. right. That's you're fine. right. So I'll stick with my theory then. <laughs> this is someone named Lil TJ and the song's called One Take. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm just going to tell you, I don't know much, a dude much named little TJ. I don't know shit about little TJ, but on a new Pop Smoke album, there's like a nine-year-old TJ, and it's one of my favorite songs on the album, but it's not like because it's good rapping either. <laughs> little TJ. Maybe that's like who it is. The bitches, they're like, they're like crooning to bitches, but then they're talking about like busting nuts in their blankets and shit, and I just thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, funny. it's just like, it's like ignorant shit that I like about it. He's not a good rapper. Oh. All right, so <laughs> busting nuts in the Blake. Yeah, he said something about like I'm busting my nut under covers. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I like that. All right, so I believe we. All right, that's it for ends bars. He brought four. Me, me and Scott each brought five. So um, we'll, we'll read the last Scott bar. Am I supposed to bring five? You told me to switch the four. No, we did switch the four, but uh, I brought five just in I case. Brought, uh, just in case Scott needed yeah. some, I didn't know he was going to bring any. Um, so I had I I got an extra just in case because I figured we could share with him. I but, was just saying, like, I could have done five. I just did four because I thought that's what we were doing. No, just going forward, it will be four, just to be clear. Yeah, I, I, that's it. what I'm hurt here. Um, but anyways, Yeet. we got all them. Right. Let's just bust them out, all right? All right, go. Uh, so, hold on, wait. Just who did the last, who read the last Scott bar? But tr- okay, ends read that one. Truly a trap. Yeah, you read that one. Yeah. Right, so, I'll read this one. Just call me baby Jesus because lately ninjas be praising me. Just for the way I blaze the beat crazily, tape to CD lasery. It pays to be amazingly flavory, gaze into my rhymes that basically hypnotize you occasionally. Ugh. That was just <laughs> dripping in sauce, yeah. bro. I know, I love it. <laughs> it feels good to just say it. So my baby Jesus like they just be praising me. Just for the way I blaze the beat crazily, tape to CD lasery. That line is so tight. Just for the way I blaze the beat crazily. Tape to CD lasery. I like the next bar better. It pays to be amazingly flavory. Ooh. <laughs> that is good. Amaz- I do like amazingly flavory. I like the fourth bar too. Gaze, Gaze to my, my rhymes, rhymes that basically hypnotize you occasionally. Ugh. Yeah, I like this a lot. This I like this more than the last one, but uh, I don't. I mean, but I'm a sucker for all the like, just the the roboticness of the internals. You know what I mean? Like how. Like da, 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 I need da, da, content da, da, da. with it. This is right. almost only intervals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why that's I like great. this. I just, like, <laughs> this here is is off the hook, but like right. the content is not nearly as good as the. No, you're right. I like shit. The, yeah. th- this is just like fun to say and like. Ugh, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Um, I will give this. I like this one a lot. I'm going to assume it makes me think it's probably fucking killer Mike from run the jewels or some shit. <laughs> uh, it's LP, bro. I wouldn't do that to you, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, I'm not going to trick you. I really like this a lot though. I'll give this a nine. I think it's pretty deserving of that. I would give this an eight. Um, I would grade it higher based off the scheme, but I would grade it lower off the content, but that happy medium. I'm going to give it the eight. I really like those last two. It pays to be amazingly flavory gaze and my rhymes basically hypnotize you occasionally. Like, oh, yeah, I like it. It just rolls. This is a big pun. Ooh. Super Ooh, lyrical is a song, pun, man. Nice. Yeah. The way this flows is just like crazy, too. Yeah, pun. This sounds like pun. Pun's got bars. Yeah, we don't. We don't, we don't get pun has bars. We don't. Pun's got fucking bars. This is a good representation of pun's catalog. This is how for he, sure. Yeah, we don't. We haven't really done any big pun bars on here. I don't really listen to pun a whole lot. Like pun's cool, but I don't. 
there's never a time when I'm like, oh, I want to listen to pun right now. Um, all right, so this last one is so I think Scott read the A Boogie line originally. So this will be this will be I, I certainly right here. did. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers only see the billboard charts as winning. Forgetting I'm the only true rebel since the beginning. Still in musical prison, in jail for the flow. Try telling Bob Dylan, Bruce, or Billy Joel, they can't sing what's in their soul. Ooh. It's like a fifth Ooh. bar there. The way it came together. Ooh. Lawyers only see the billboard charts as winning, forgetting I'm the only true rebel since the beginning. Still in musical prison, in jail for the flow. Try telling Bob Dylan, Bruce, or Billy Joel, they can't sing what's in their soul. I love the way that they took flow and made it rhyme with Joel. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so good. Um, I don't know that like the bars were all that great, but the the flow and the the rhymes are pretty good. I'll give this I'll give us another eight. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I feel what he's saying there. It's just you know the way it flows a little bit. Yeah, when we can win in forgetting them. I like like the first two. The first two are good. First two lines, especially players only see just winning, forgetting. I like the back half better. That the yeah. thing that throws me off is that I'm the only true rebel since the beginning. Sounds kind of forced. Oh yeah, yeah. Still in musical prison in jail for the flow. Yeah, that one was is like a sharp turn right there in the. I like the, start, the, <laughs> the scheme. Turning yeah. is where I really like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to this uh, seven point five. I don't think it's fair. Word. Um, this is Nas. The song's called Hero. Nas is the right. main. I think it's on his untitled album that we all know what it was supposed to be called. I have that album. That's <laughs> the one with Sly Fox and all that. That's a good album, actually. Yeah. Cool. His back is just whiplashes that make the Nas N on his back. Yeah. Ooh. I think that's what he's talking about in this song, though. He's saying, like, and by the way, the line is originally forgetting Nas, the only true rebel since the beginning. That was the actual line. Um, then still a musical prison in jail. You know, he's, he's trying to, he's saying, you know, what he's, what he's feeling, obviously, you know, it like, sounds like Nas. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. Good shit. Especially that back half really sounds like Nas. That's it. We raised the boars. Fuck with Nas. All right. I like that a lot. Um, Scott, do you want to stick around for our throwback or you got to get out of here? I'm going to head out. I have not seen the movie. That's okay. And it's almost midnight. And no, it's cool, I gotta man. get up in the morning. It's good. We appreciate you coming and bringing bars. You brought us content. I brought the bars. You, 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 brought, you brought us a 10 bars, which is amazing. I brought you the 10. You bring me a 10, and bro. You even brought some nines. I mean, you, you fucking crushed it, bro. So we appreciate you. Um, we thank you for joining beep, 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 beep. us. Um, we'll get you on another show next time. Hopefully not as hell yeah difficulties. And uh, if you're alive, yeah, if I'm alive, yeah, he's man. survive Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, all right, right. Bro, well, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Later, bro. Thanks right, for coming, you guys. Thanks. Peace. Thanks for having me, fellas. No problem, dude. Bye. Peace. All right. I don't know how to kick him out. I don't know how to leave. <laughs> 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 oh look bro I didn't prepare for this look at this oh my god that shit was hilarious bro look at this shit give me just a second let me fix this up <laughs> oh god oh god we're just all over the place you got that terrible screen cap of me in there right, let me remove that yeah, hold on that my bad my bad hold on technical difficulties <laughs> well as soon as he dipped out it messed up all of our uh, captures here
Because it moved everything. Yeah, I know. Let me fix it. it, it, it the way that you had it pulled was contingent upon them sitting in that triangle space. Yep, you're right. So when he dropped out, they moved and it moved the way your crop was. You're right. We'll fix you up real quick. It's all good. Um, so we're going to discuss this week Detroit. I hope you picked a new movie, by the way. I don't know if you did. I was actually going to let Scott pick the movie. Oh, okay. But he isn't here. So, well, well, I also thought about this. Like, I, I really like the idea of guests picking the movie. I do. Um, but um, I am concerned because they get to pick the movie. Then they don't join us for the next show where we talk about it. That kind of. Yeah, sucks. I mean, it is what it is. Um, you have me in front of Detroit. There you go. There it is. Oh, here, let me make that a little smaller. All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I thought that would be cool, but what I would like to do from here out would be maybe uh, plan it. If we have a guest, plan ahead of time and then get just make sure they watch whatever movie we're going to watch. Yeah, you know? we can do that. Um, I think that would be cool. And they could still pick the next movie, but yeah, oh, we should, still should have had him pick either way. Right. It's all right. He's not here for it. Oh, well. Who cares? Moving on. Um, so this week we watched a movie called Detroit. Um, we did. We, this movie was recommended to us by King Dice from our previous episode. Um, we did a lot, that episode we did a lot of talk about the riots that were happening, the, or the protests rather, and a lot of Black Lives Matter and, um, you know, shit like that. So yeah. um, we were going to watch a, a American History X uh, to kind of, you know, expand on that idea. Um, but King Dice said that this would be probably a, a, a movie that would hit a little closer to home regarding that situation. So um, I think he was right. I do too. Uh, while this movie though, I will say this is our first movie or first throwback that isn't at least 10 years old. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, But it's it, the caveat is this is a story that took place in 1967. So there we go. Well, I mean, it's also it's like, still a throwback. Well, I mean, aside from the throwback, <laughs> throwback part of the spotlight like this is a good way to break the throwback because it was so closely tied to the content of what we were talking about yeah for sure i mean it was necessary you know um but that said um i i finally got around to watch the movie this is a it's a longer movie um took me a while to ramp up and really like motivate myself to watch it <laughs> but i did um i will say this the movie went by pretty quick you know i didn't, I didn't feel like it was a two and a half hour movie um, I kept thinking that the main cop dude, that's a dickhead for some, he kept, I kept thinking it was the same dude from shameless, which plays the Joker from Gotham. But then I remembered where I had seen him from and it was the, uh, the black mirror movie. He was the kid in some other movie that I've seen before, but I don't remember what it was. Well, I know he was the main guy in the black mirror bandersnatch. He was the main guy in that. I don't know if you watched that, but um, I did watch that. I forget it though. Yeah. I remember I didn't particularly like it. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, but also John Boyega is in this movie. And if you don't know, he plays Finn from star Wars. Um, he was the security guard. If you don't remember. Uh, yeah, he was a security guard, not a cop. Yeah. Um, I will say this, like, I felt like his character, like I was excited that he was in it. I was like, okay, cool. There's people I know in it. Uh, that's pretty neat, you know, but I felt like his character was completely unnecessary. I didn't really understand the point of it. Um, my I didn't like how he was like trying to appease the white cops. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, obviously during that time, coffee. I think it was that time. Like that speaks to how you would have read. And that's why they were calling him uncle Tom and shit. Like that one dude at the beginning uh, or toward the beginning. But I think the only, oh, I, 
cops, bro. How about that? I, I think the only point of his, of his character was to just kind of show how like someone in his position had to kind of be like, there was no other point. He didn't contribute at all to the story other than being like, look, like this is how a guy, a black guy in a different trying to prosecute him for shit. He didn't do. And yeah. Uh, so I felt like his character was a little unnecessary, but I really liked it. Um, uh, other than that, I thought the movie was a good movie. Um, I was really shocked by seeing John Krasinski in like the last 10 minutes of it. You know, like that kind of shocked I didn't me. And notice. Yeah, he was the lawyer for the cops. Like well, he was sticking up for the cops. Well, like before I'm not trying to cut you off. I'll let you finish, no, but like fine. I just want to be clear. I watched this movie twice. Um I watched it a couple days ago and I watched it again today. Um today I just kind of put it on to refresh myself before we had the discussion. So I'd already seen it. Um and I kind of skipped through a little bit too. But the first time I had a hard time keep I had a hard time keeping my attention, which is part of the reason why I felt the need for the refresher. Sure. Um so like there are things that I very well could have missed because I had a hard time focusing on it. But go ahead, finish what you're saying. Um, no, I mean I can understand that. It, the movie I don't think was particularly like I don't know, like edge of your seat, like entertaining, you know, like that. But um, it was more of a well, about the riots. It was just about the one hotel during the riots. Right. I, it was just telling the story specifically of this. Just for, if, yeah. for people who are listening that don't know, I guess we should have probably done this. But for those who don't know, the movie is about um, 1967 riots in Detroit because um, there was a, they arrested some people having an illegal party at the time. And it, it started these riots. It was pure fucking pandemonium, similar to how it was, you know, how it's been here for the last few weeks. Places getting caught on fire, destroying buildings, cops fucking people up, like very, very similar in situation. Um, but the movie is, it takes place with that backdrop, but the movie is essentially like a bottle episode style done in this hotel where these kids are just kind of at wrong place, wrong time. They're in this hotel for, they're, they're like in this singing competition and um, the people ab- above them start like popping off, which I thought the gun was real. They, they tried to play it off like it was a toy gun, but it looked to me like he was shooting the actual bullets at the cops outside to me. Like but, it's a sniper. Yeah. So, so anyways, people, the people above them shoot shots off at the cops outside. The cops then start like, you know, go falling in or how, whatever their terminology is on the building. Like, go, go, let's, and they t- literally terrorize all the occupants of this building for the night w- and pretend they're killing them, essentially. Um, a couple of people do end up actually dying, and that's what the the, the crutch of the movie is, that, like, you know, they, these people, these motherfuckers are terrorizing these people, essentially, too, because there's some white girls in there, and these black guys, like, are fucking them or whatever. And they, yeah, were, they did not like them white girls fucking with those black yeah, dudes. They're mad about that, specifically. A, a few N-bombs get thrown. Um, you know, you, you immediately understand the uh, dynamic of the police force in the, in the city. You know, like, they're, some, they're all just some racist douchebags. National Guard's there. They're kind of similar in the same boat, you know. Um, but anyways, like the movie does take place in the hotel. They terrorize the kids all night. They end up killing the guy who actually started it all right off the bat. He's the motherfucker who was shooting the gun, which I guess was a cap gun or some shit. I don't know. Uh, that part still 
um, eluded me, but they wanted these people to tell them where the gun was all night and they just would not give it up. So they just kept taking them one by one into the hotel room, pretending they were killing them to scare the shit out of all the other ones. Trying to get one of them to cop. Right. So that's the, that's the main, like, I guess a pretty long explanation of what's going on in this two and a half hour movie. But the movie does have an interesting wrap up. I thought where the last 10 minutes, literally like the movie kind of ends. And then like, it's like the last 10 minutes, it shows like a court proceeding of like the civil suit against the officers, which I liked, you know, I thought that was a, a good addition. Like, I'm glad you got to see, but the uh, spoiler alert, the unfortunate, you know, really sad part about all of this is that the cops get away with it. You know, they, they, in cold blood murder these fucking people for n- literally no reason. Um, this is this is based on a true story, based on the accounts from people who were actually there, That according to the blurbs at the end of the movie. Um, so knowing that, it like makes it, it, it makes it a really super fucked up situation, you know? Um, but the, 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 I will say this. Um, I know I haven't talked too much about like what I, I thought about the movie. I know I'm kind of going on a tangent, so if you want to interrupt for any reason, feel free. But oh, go ahead, say your piece, bro. Um, I did enjoy watching the movie. Like, it, I, I was really powerful, and um, the acting was fucking great. There's, I mean, all of these the dudes in this movie did a fucking great job. Um, you really hated the fucking cops. The the all the kids in the hotel were super easy to sympathize with. Um, I don't think they did a good job of really introducing them to you much. Like, so you didn't really care like me personally, I didn't really care a whole lot like about them. Like they didn't give you much to really latch on to, but that's not to say that their situation wasn't fucked up. I just, as the movie, as, as characters, I, you know, I didn't really feel attached to them. Let's say that. Um, and that's the only complaint I really have about it. Though. I thought it was a good movie. It's pointing it. It, it, it resonates, especially with today's time. I thought it was worth watching, especially if you want to see something in that vein. You know, I, I think it's it's very well done. Um, I would give it an eight. I thought it was a good movie. Um, not amazing, but I, it was worth the watch, and I wasn't disappointed. Um, all right. So, I, like, I think if I had watched this movie pretty much any other time, I would have probably had a real different experience with it but I had a real hard time enjoying it because I feel like with all the protests going on and everything, this is why we chose it, obviously like why, why King Dice chose this is we were looking for something that was, that was, um, you know, closely connected to our current reality. But, um, I think since the time that that all started to now, I've kind of just gotten tired of being beaten over the head with it. Hmm. Um, I'm totally in favor for all the protests. I think they should keep protesting. I agree with the cause, all of that. But like just in my own personal mind, I am completely exhausted of coronavirus and protests. Like I just, I need some reprieve. I need something else in life going on because like hearing about all of that madness all the time is just like beating me down. I feel it. So when I watch this, it was really just like watching the fucking news. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was the same shit. You saw people looting, like their cops fucking terrorizing people. Like it was just the same shit. And like, I'm just at a point where I'm exhausted from it. So I didn't particularly love it. I don't think the movie was bad. I thought the acting actually was really good. In particular, I think, um, 
the white cops in this movie did a really good job yeah. acting. Um, because I feel like that's a hard role to play if you're going in and you're taking a role on a movie where you know basically you're gonna play a shitty evil cop that is super fucking racist and you take that role that's like just that's just a rough role to kind of portray when you know the goal of the movie is to show how shitty they are Um, so I thought they did a really good job but I thought all the acting was really good in this movie Um, but yeah I, I just really don't I didn't love it it was I, I don't even feel like there was like a great commentary to be found here because okay. it was really just like watch some shitty cops terrorize people for two hours. It was I felt like it's too long. I felt like a lot of the scenes were unnecessary or like overly long winded. Sure. Um, and that could just be a product of me not really wanting my mind to be in this space of this anymore. Yeah, I, I can understand that uh, the, the content is just tired to you at this point, but uh, like I said, if I saw this a year ago, I probably would have been like, yeah, it was cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, or next year, I probably think it was cool. But like right in this moment, I'm just like, I'm sick of like breathing negativity all no, the I time. It. I get it. I feel that. Um, so, I mean, you know, that's probably swayed my opinion and I'm sorry for that. Uh, I, I think the acting is clearly the standout um, performance in this movie like above all things what about what do you think about how they um how they filmed it like the cinematography the 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 directing like do you have any comment on I mean, it cool. like there was a lot of like shaky cam mm. and that's i don't mind shaky cam at all but i think it's kind of weird when it's integrated into like a film like this as opposed to like if you're watching the blair witch project it's supposed to be the blair witch project right, right? like I just think it's kind of weird when it crosses, but it was all right. Like we'll say, I love how they intertwine the uh, old footage with the new footage. Like I thought they, the way they kind of just randomly threw that shit in, like it was really. Yeah. I mean, was it old footage? It looked like it to me. I thought it was just stylized to look like it was old footage. You could be right. Uh, It looked really. Right. I don't know. I'm not positive, Mm. Uh, but I hadn't really questioned that until you said that. So I like, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I'll, I'll give the movie a, 7.5 7.5 like it was cool it wasn't okay. a bad movie but like it's not something you're gonna like write home about I'm good <laughs> on this like I also don't really feel comfortable just watching movies about black people getting terrorized by police yeah it's, it, was, it, it was not a comfortable watch for sure like it would have been different if like he wasn't bringing coffee to the cops and shit like you know what I'm saying like I don't want to <laughs> see all of that shit how about punch him in his fucking mouth but it's, bro. Some, re- but it's some real shit bro i mean you can't i feel you i i'm not disputing that and i know that that's the role that he was to play yeah like just me as a viewer i'm just like fuck him how about that fuck that cop i feel you i don't know i'm just not into it. oh hey scott's back <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny but yeah that's just my opinion like i didn't super love it like i said i watched it twice because i feel like I didn't give it enough attention the first time, but I really didn't give it my complete attention the second time either. So I kind of got like a halfsy twice. Um, but I just really wasn't feeling it. So uh, I get it, man. It is. I feel it. Um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, you know, it's fine. I, I, I kind of agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, I don't think that, like I said, I don't think this is a must watch or anything, but I think if you do want to, cons- if you are interested in consuming some shit that will really light a, fire under your ass for some black lives matter shit. You know, this is probably a good choice. Um, if you already have that fire, it's probably not too necessary, you know?
Yeah, I'm it's, with you. It's it's more like just like yeah, you're preaching the choir, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so all right. Um. Well, have you had you put any thought into what you'd like our next movie to be, or have you? Had you- uh, I haven't, but uh, let's do fucking. So we do primal fear. Let's well, do primal fear. Well, I, I will say I, we wa- I watched primal fear for the first time like a couple of years ago. And I know for a fact we did talk about that on the show. Did we? Yeah, like we had. A, I think we had a pretty long discussion about it. All right. How about Goodwill Hunting? Okay, that'd be great. I haven't actually have never seen that. Oh, it's one of my all time favorite movies. All right, cool. I've started it a few times and never finished it. Perfect. That'll be a good one. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so fucking good. All right, deal. You got it. All right, Goodwill Hunting. It is. All right, cool, man. Um, all right, well, we could have something like a little more bubbly and fun. It could be like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> no, I'll pick something cool for next time. It's all right. No, no, Goodwill Hunting is great. I'm looking forward to it. I I hear that's uh one of Robin Williams' best performances. I'm I'm. You'll mad. like it, bro. It's really good. I'm mad that I've never watched it. Honestly, so thanks for giving me an excuse. Yeah, for sure. Um, Can't wait. It's on Plex. All right, bro. Well, uh, hopefully this isn't the last time I see you in, in uh, this You're realm. You're saying you hope you survive Florida? I hope I survive Florida, coronavirus central. Um, You're Tara, fucking crazy, bro. Tara keeps telling me that it's not that uh, bad in Lee County, which is where we're going. So, Oh, like, when is she says it? She, she says it's Tara, worse here. Tara's a fucking coronavirus expert now. Like, she... I know. Out of here. She wants to go to Florida, and that's why she's telling you that shit. She says it's worse here, and we are under a level three out of four. So I, I don't. I'm not. I don't doubt it. I guess, but it's, it's just, absolutely bad here. But it is not Florida. It's not Texas. It's not Arizona. You know what, bro? As long as I get my week off work, just let me survive long enough to get my week off work, and I, you won't hear me complain. I'll be good. All right. Oh, you're fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we'll hopefully see you again. Um, got anything else? That's it. All right. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, comiclife.net. It's in baby.com. And uh, we'll holler at you later. All right. Be like, share, comment, subscribe, and don't die in Florida. Yeah, bye. Peace. Right. Stop streaming.